1: Call the cops. Hey, this level of foolishness hey. and joy. Give hey. that we have a hey. dog. Now watch hey. the drive. Hey.
2: Great ass. Hey, damn
1: it. Hey. Hey. I don't know about
3: this. Okay. Sheeshah. Sicario. Ruth fucking's rusty.
4: Damn it. Now, hey. 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 yeah. people hey. are gonna die. Hey. Yeah, baby.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, yo, welcome <laughs> to uh, Good Christian Fun or whatever. I'm Kendall Roy. And we're like, you know here to fucking have uh, some good christian fun okay good christian fun is the uh like it's the podcast where these fuck faces talk about evangelical christian pop culture shit right the fucking movies and music made for christians okay these pod pricks kevin and caroline they're not serious people they're just fucking you know here to have fun okay Wow! Thank you,
2: Kendall Roy, for that intro.
3: He's always brutal, but I honestly feel honored either way.
2: And he's going through a lot right now. He is
3: going through a lot. Yeah, so
2: it was very nice My of him to make the t- condolences to him. Welcome <laughs> to Good Christian Fun. I mean, I don't. Do, should we even do the intro at this point?
3: I think it's covered.
2: Yeah, it's the podcast. We talk about Christian pop culture. We're not here to make fun of you. We make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. That's right. Caroline. Who do you want to hear do that intro next week? Last week we had Amy Grant, the queen of Christian pop, do it. (laughs) This year, this week we had Kendall Roy, a fictional character, do it.
3: If uh, Kevin was featured on that show, My Strange Addiction, I don't know if you remember that show, this this AI voice feature would be it. By your own admission.
2: Oh, that's fair. But I think it's cool. I've been in sort of a vortex of AI the last couple weeks. (laughs) It's hard.
3: I I think we should have our guests do the next intro next week. Well,
1: (laughs) I wouldn't be able to do. I I was wondering who did the Kendall Roy impression because I was like, oh, it's good, and it's it's AI. It's AI. AI. It was good. Isn't that scary? Yeah, it was good. He
3: did my own voice back to me, and I hated it. It was bad.
1: Oh really? You can you can do like a you can do someone you know's voice. Yeah, well, he has
3: enough recording of my voice to like feed it to the AI.
1: Please do an AI. of version you, of my voice. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
2: you're. I'm shocked if you haven't heard one yet.
1: I haven't already. it's going to be good. I haven't. Yeah. That is scary. And I'm sure people will use it in a bad way. You're going to get right.
2: drops. You're going to get fucking. Oh,
1: you're it's going to be bad. Of course. Yeah. yeah.
2: And people are going to be nostalgic for the times when they had to frankenbite and Biden stitch together existing audio to make you say, like, I love cum or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to yeah. be nostalgic think for that. I I probably have time.
1: just said that. Anyways. Yeah. I don't think you
3: need to make him say that. Yeah.
1: I think I've said that before. <laughs> Gosh. I I just have a on Jeremy Please. Strong is 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 uh is Kendall right? That's his yeah his yeah, act, yeah yeah that's, that's his the real actor. name his actor's uh-huh. name. Um I I I was saying this but I'm like we should let actors be kooky because that he's so good in that show.
4: Nice.
1: We should let yeah. we should we, like you know like there was like a thing forever where I think people were like ugh. I mean over the course of the last forty years, I, even longer than that, people have rolled their eyes at Hollywood, and I'm like. He's too good. I think you should let him do whatever he wants to do as annoying as he may seem. Let him cook. Mm-hmm. Let him let him cook. He's so he's so good at weird. what he does. He's so he's so good that yeah. I think the annoyingness is worth it in my mind. If yeah. you, if if you're like if I mean if you're a castmate, <laughs> obviously that's a different story. It's probably a very <laughs> annoying, but like to the rest of the world, like I don't care. He's good. Yeah. he's good. The whole do
2: it. the whole deal with him because this was the discourse a few years ago when that profile came out Mm. about him, like, he's so... He's clearly so annoying because he cares about so much. He's so intense. But again, if there's literally no harm being done other than, like, yeah, he's a lot, it's not fun to work with him. Mm. The people saying it's not fun to work with him are making $450,000 per episode. You know what I mean? There's, like, crew members and stuff I'm sure are affected by it as well. Sure, yeah. But... It's fine as long as there's yeah. no actual harm. If, yes. if, as far
3: as like the weird method dudes of Hollywood, too, it sounds like way low on the scale of irritation. Like he's not sending used condoms to anybody. No. Yeah. He's not so, like.
1: Instead of Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not
3: sending rats and stuff. Yeah. You know, he's just like being kind of a dickhead, which yeah. I think is any actor's prerogative. Have, I, have you worked with anyone who's like really method before, or like a little um, too into just myself?
2: Really? <laughs> oh um, yeah,
3: obviously you're that guy. <laughs> and
2: you think of yourself as someone you've worked with, I, I, yeah, not well, someone
1: you are. Because but, when I'm in character, that's not me. That's, so, right, right, right. so like, uh, uh, I have. I don't know if I've, I've ever. I remember Gillian Jacobs did a thing when I was filming Love that was kind of great, where she was like, there was this one scene where I had to get really mad at her, and she was like intentionally trying to make me mad at her. During the day, she's like, "You really need to get mad at me," and she was like giving me Whoa. shit. And oh, really? It, it kind of did work, and you know I appreciated you're that she did. you kind of irritated
3: it. with her, but yeah, yeah
1: it was great. That's I great. mean, she's I mean, she's such a pro too. Yeah, but, but uh,
3: and
2: she's one of those theater people as well. She's she, a that's, the, yeah. that's her background. She's a theater weirdo, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. I don't know why I pointed at you. and Said <laughs> theater weirdo. Yeah, think anyway, you're a theater weirdo. <laughs> no, I had this theory. Well, wait,
3: let's. We're, Let's intro.
2: We're talking about Chariots of Fire. It's the 1981 film. Another yes. 1981 week wow. on GCF after we did that? it just last week. A, a year before year. I was born,
1: by the way. Just wow. a twinkle. I, I, was com- yeah. I was coming in '82. I was coming. And your papa's, my <laughs> specifically my dad. Made right? yeah. you
3: rest. I feel like he's resting just hearing these uh, words. Right
1: now. And
2: what greater <laughs> tribute than to talk about his life? So nights. sorry. <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> a, <laughs> it's a year. It, it, I, I mean, I don't know how long you're like sitting there in the ball sack but Mm -hmm. like i'm like is it a full thanks for
2: saying that delicate
1: is it is it a full (laughs) year because it was 1982 i was born i mean so i guess like i was conceived what in like probably january of 82 right so maybe right around
3: maybe i was when chariots of fire
1: was
2: was still playing in theaters yeah it's a possibility yeah Yeah, yeah, it was probably in the conversation still
1: yeah um, isn't that beautiful to think about? How quickly does the sperm cycle out? I guess is the question. Which you I know, don't I'm know.
3: looking this up. I thought live. it was like
1: per second.
2: <laughs> um, and that's the thing is like every time you you jack off, you are playing the lottery of like your kid might either be amazing or suck depending on how much you've jacked off. I
3: think it's cute too that you associate your existence with the sperm.
1: Yeah. you know yeah when
3: like also half of you was in the egg egg
1: i know that Isn't was that a, crazy that, that was a that it's was it's like so
3: what is but then what is the lifespan of either because the egg actually yeah. is in you when you're born
1: yeah yeah
3: so really we've all been living as long just as our clear, grandmother has been living
1: just to be clear i feel like that was like a, a little <laughs> like i should have mentioned the egg but I actually that was <laughs> That was AI that was saying (laughs) all that. It wasn't even me. Oh, my God. It's so good now. do not trust. Yeah, so that that wasn't me. I was actually just sitting here silent and listening (laughs) to all of it.
2: The technology has advanced so greatly. AI Mitch believes
3: in sperm supremacy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) New drop. All right, let's introduce some friends and folks. You may know him from the upcoming Twisted Metal, from Love, from the Tomorrow War, from his podcast, Doughboys. Give it the hell up for Mike Mike Mitchell. Mitchell!
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you, Dexter.
2: Dexter joined in on the Dexter fun. Dexter's singing. Yeah.
1: He loves it. He
3: loves it. He's having fun. Oh, well, boy.
1: I feel like I should be singing right now. You can oh, if God. you want to. I mean, it? I don't know what to sing. But, uh... We'll
3: have your voice do it for you. Oh <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we got AI you. AI
1: me singing.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Not hard to make, unfortunately. Yeah. Woo, Mitch, thanks for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you for Bye. having me. Hey, this is Mike Mitchell. It's really me, the Spoon Man. Go, Boston. Doesn't it sound like a real guy? Anyway, here's a spoiler alert for the next few minutes for Succession. So if you haven't watched yet, skip ahead. I was going to say this about to, as, as someone who has lost a parent, that mm. last... Ooh, I shouldn't spoil because some people watch these shows at their own pace. Oh, but yeah. They're, but they're, they're, yeah. They, they dealt with loss in the last episode. And, I, and and these are also awful people, but like just the way they handled it, I was like, yeah. oh, man, this is like the chaos of like... When this sort of thing does happen, they did a really good job. Yes. And Mitch
2: is talking about the new episode of Yellowstone that just premiered yeah. on uh,
1: Paramount,
4: <laughs> formerly Spike TV.
1: It's the it's it's one of the Yellowstone <laughs> spinoffs I'm talking about specifically.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh Well, I was talking about the Mario movie.
1: And, oh you know, Mario's yeah. Mario's dad passes, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm, was
3: really
2: hard. <laughs> wait, did you? Wait, we have to talk about something off mic. Oh, okay. thank you for the edit, Emma. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I I agree. I think that was Hi, so uh, great, and the yeah, that's like the primary feeling you have left over from watching that episode is just yeah. like the the like so sadness and also the ambiguity. So you're not like fully sad yet, but yeah. you're like I should be, and all of that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of weird, it was like, it was great. I mean, yeah. it was a great, maybe the best episode of the show. They couldn't
2: have done it better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just the idea of like, well, there's going to be some sort of final speech and some final, like he'll die in see it someone's happen to arms. Him. Yeah. So so then your can, Roman. Can,
1: yeah, go can ahead. You give? Can you give up top, can you do a spoiler oh, yeah. warning yeah, with yeah, yeah. me and AI saying it? <laughs> Yeah. I'm, 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 like, giving you a lot of things to do with you me with AI. I know, uh, Kevin.
0: We have a lot of <laughs> homework. <laughs> you, have,
1: you have a lot of writing. Have a lot of a, we have to AI hire homework. a writer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'm I'm ready for it. But, yeah. and But you're put in the position of a Roman where you're like, wait, we don't know. I didn't see it. So oh, yeah. maybe it didn't happen. Exactly. And Just, like, that yeah. denial and just the tragedy that most of us and some of us have already gone through most of us will go through. Just You get a weird Sadly. phone call. Yeah. And then your life is different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, RIP, Kevin Costner on Yellowstone. (laughs)
1: Yellowstone uh, 2049.
3: It's a, it's a fight.
1: Monumental the monumental figure lost. The Yellowstone. Yeah.
2: He was killed by a space horse <laughs> in 2049.
1: <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Right.
2: Oh, Mitch, thanks for joining us on the Thank show. Thank you for having bud. me. I'm
1: happy to be here.
2: I I'm happy you're here. We haven't seen each other in person in It's been a long
1: time. I know. I was just thinking that when I came in here. 8 years. I think it's been 8 8 years. Yeah.
2: Wow. 8 years.
1: I was on Doughboys back in years.
2: 2015. Was that That the last time you came on? No, but that was the last time we saw each other in in person.
1: Is that real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the rest was zoomies. Isn't that funny? Whoa, that's crazy. That actually does blow my mind because I see it, and I see online, and I like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I've seen you much earlier than that. But that Mm -hmm. is so. That's so long ago. Almost it a feels decade. It's like
3: Kevin's everywhere. Oh you know? So <laughs> I get the
1: presence of me.
2: Well, t- t- tell me if you it's go so through crazy. this. It's something we've encountered on our show is sometimes <laughs> the memory of people becomes different depending on whether you've only had them on your show remote
3: or in real mm, life that's, like sometimes that Kevin struggles with a lot something not me i
2: struggle with that i'm i'm not taking the bullet for caroline <laughs> right, right. who literally introduced herself to a guest who'd oh, been on the show oh. at a party that's not as a
3: fan too i was like i'm a fan of you and she was oh, like man. we've met <laughs> on, <laughs> on the video and i just I totally was like wiped i felt so that embarrassed that happens a
1: lot now that's that's okay it, thank th- you it, that's it, nice it's a thing that can happen humiliating mean, oh and she was nice she didn't make you feel bad she
3: was at all. couldn't have been yeah. nicer
1: i think that like registering that you've met someone over zoom is harder to, I mean, especially everything that happened. I was just talking, I mean, like I know everyone's talked about this for years or whatever, but I'm like, Oh, it still, it still only feels like I, the world is normal now. Like, like it only, Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't even feel normal yet, but it's like, I was talking to, to my friend's wife from back East today and it was like, I was like, "How are you doing?" They're like, good, you know. Like the last four years have been crazy. I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know, it was crazy." And I haven't seen you in like those four years. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, it, it it's a, it's okay to not remember someone. Like all those yeah. Zoom, every Zoom episode is was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think every Zoom <laughs> podcast episode was not great. It's good to be back in person. Yeah. I think that for my co-host on our podcast, the Doughboys, Nick Wagner, I think it was like it was huge for him to be back in studio. I oh, think really? he wanted to, yeah, I think he was. I thought
2: you were going to say the opposite, that the pandemic was like winning the lottery for him because he could stay home all the
1: time. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I think like he doesn't like to go out to functions, but uh, like for like to have that, have like a workplace and go and like every, yeah. you know, like, you know, whatever we record on Fridays It's like every Friday I have this place to go. I think that is helpful for him. And then just like yeah. doing zoom and then logging off and like, Sitting back in your couch and being like, "Well, I'm done for the day. <laughs> Did, I yeah. Did I do anything? Did I do anything? I
3: just talk to ghosts for two hours? Yeah, I that's have what no it feels idea. like. Yeah.
2: Jobs are fake. Podcasts are fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I mean, imagine like a best of list of like the best podcasts of like a year, like a, a vulture rundown or what have you. And it's exclusively like the first week everyone transitioned to Zoom, where it was like, "Uh, no, oh, can you go ahead. Yeah. The, like March." 15th 2020 Worse. when it came out
1: uh, it still it sucks i mean it's it's it was it was bad it was a bad year mm-hmm.
3: yeah but everyone you know did what? the best they could i think but but yeah.
2: Can, yeah. can you tell because because some are like uh you know fluent they'll do a lot of remotes in a lot of studios can you always tell immediately when it's a remote or not
1: it's funny because now that we're back in person i'm like oh yeah like i mean like i am a person who likes to stay in their house so i'm like And for even for me, I'm like, this is world's different and Mm -hmm. I like it so much more. And I think the episodes are better Mm. and you're just there interacting with people where like before I could have the TV on behind my laptop, which is (laughs) unprofessional, but like you could like you're watching uh, what I mean, anything. (laughs) I mean, it's really just like you're just like, oh, this is as boring. It like feels like. It feels way more like work or whatever. Yeah, or, or any other like didn't...
3: passive screen shit that was like going on. Yeah, yeah, ugh,
1: it sucked. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad time. Even just
3: being able to like turn your head from one person to another.
1: Nonverbal cues. it's
3: so, such a difference. Sure.
1: It's great. Yeah. And, you know what? A lot of church watching on a, uh, I mean, I hey. didn't really, but oh, I did. That's a good transition. I did, I did. I, I remember when I watched mass, like uh, my mom and sister will still go to mass on the big holidays. And I remember watching over the pandemic, watching mass once or twice, like on like a YouTube channel, uh which is very (laughs) funny. But I mean, that's
3: actually a huge improvement on church. I think that's the best church is ever going to get. Since
2: 2018, Caroline has been crossing her fingers that one day all church would be what she called TV church at the time. You're fine.
3: God heard my prayers. And
2: there were some collateral (laughs) damages
3: in the process.
1: You don't like TV church?
3: No, I do like it. No, no. Dexter does. Oh, Dexter doesn't. Dexter doesn't. Dexter doesn't. No. Dexter's going
1: nuts over TV church.
3: Dexter can't get as many tithes when uh, it's TV church. Mm. He's, just, he's really better hustling in person. He
2: just barked, "Stop the lockdowns!" And <laughs> dog, which sucks.
1: <laughs> I wish he didn't say that. I believe that freedom. It's yeah. it's unfortunate. I think it's. I think he's right. I think it's officially over, right? It is like now. It is officially over. Well, and yeah, like as state of, of emergency ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
2: was literally removed. Yeah,
1: thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, who, Mr. Biden we may
2: be talking about
3: later
1: Ooh. in this episode. Oh. So <laughs> that's a little... Was he at those Olympic games or something? <laughs> yeah. Probably.
3: He was an old man at the Olympic <laughs> games.
1: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Do you I- know, a TV church just reminds me of like when I, I, I... Like TV church is kind of like a nice memory for me because when I was a kid... I'd have to go to church on Sundays quite a lot and I did not like going to church but
2: and this was Catholic mass this is
1: Catholic mass I was I'm I'm Irish but mm. I'm also I'm Roman Catholic mm. uh, which my mom always which I'm like aren't we just Irish Catholic no like, oh, there's a difference I guess we're there Roman is. Catholic I guess so okay. I don't know no idea there's roman
2: catholic there's kindle catholic there's connor catholic and shiv catholic yeah, i got it, got it. Is, yeah he's roman that's catholic which okay.
1: one of those who i want to be <laughs> i think connor catholic honestly yeah i guess so uh, they're all evil people that's a funny thing when you think about that show too is all of them are horrible they're um, bad but i but i would sunday mornings a lot of the time when i would like sleep over my grandma my grandma and grandpa's house they would watch like sunday mass on tv oh, and yeah. so that was always kind of like and it was always like a slightly better than going, especially like when I was like, a young kid, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like four or five, and it felt like I was—they were going to church without me or something. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and you can like wander around the you can room. Can wander around. No around and you eat a mad. muffin. Can eat yeah. a muffin.
1: Yeah, you can great.
2: do your podcast while <laughs> the mass
1: is on the TV. That's right. I, when I was a young boy, you in a little my little toy microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take
3: oh, over. Whispering <laughs>
2: common
1: to it. <laughs> as a child.
3: I was just listening to uh, Molly Shannon's autobiography, mm. and she was talking about how uh, when she was little, she would walk. Mass on TV and mm. but they called it Mass for Shut ins. <laughs> but it was really for like people who like were maybe disabled or yeah. elderly and just had to be home. But As I thought the fact shut-ins. that they had kind of shut ins was like kind of devastating. Well that would have worked
1: for me. <laughs> Loser church. Yeah. yeah. That sucks. I know.
3: So, but I think that's cool. I would like, I I thought that was a nice service that they offered
1: Mm -hmm. people. Anyway,
3: you know, everyone should be able to go to church. TV
1: and now YouTube masses. I I, I almost, I mean, it makes me probably tune in more because I almost turned it on the other day for Easter. I was like, I should probably put on mass. Right. And then I didn't, but still, I thought about it. You want to get that
3: head count up. Just watch your streaming numbers, you know?
1: That's the Masters. I did do it for, I think I did it for, I did it for some other hol. I guess well I'm like oh there was Christmas. Like well, what what is the other what, is there anything between Christmas Easter and Easter and, uh Labor Day Veterans <laughs> the, the, the Day. Labor Day mass oh, maybe. I could Lent, maybe
3: that period I guess that's around I Easter. think it
1: was maybe just a, a like a Catholic like a Christmas okay. mass that mm-hmm. I had on. But I I have watched it a couple there's there's like this uh priest in South Boston or whatever that my sister really likes so and I tune in. And-
2: What's his thing? What what makes him so he's, special? He's
1: like a cool dude. He is just kind of like a cool guy. It is that funny thing where <laughs> I was like, he seems like a cool guy. And then like I saw his Twitter. And I was like, no, oh, he's like retweeted some stuff that I don't really do. No. <laughs> but, like, uh, but he is kind of just like a cool, I wish I remembered his name. I'm going to find out what it is. Yeah. I'm going to text my sister and find out what it is. And then check the likes. You always got to uh, check
3: You got to likes. check the likes. The likes is where the truth
2: <laughs> lives. Here's, here's my method for the last four months. Mm-hmm. Bookmarks. Mm. Bookmarks have the exact same function if it's like I want to look at this later because I think it's funny or interesting or whatever but then no one can see it. No one can see. It's a little personal thing for you yourself. You don't want
3: people to see that you think something is funny.
2: I'd rather not. I mean I think the last publicly favorited tweet I had was I'm the guy that turns the motion smoothing off at the TV <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> I think that's my last publicly. You you don't <laughs>
3: give likes? No. You harvest likes, but you don't give? I sure do. You don't sow likes in your life?
1: No. I, I, That's I've why the likes aren't coming
3: that. back. Well, what I try to do, if something... <laughs>
1: I, agree. <laughs> Thank I you. agree. You agree? I got, I got my question off to my sister too, so I okay, perfect, cool. but yeah. I do agree. We, a live answer we got that. a lot of balls in the air between <laughs> yeah, <we
2: do>. like <laughs> the sister, the priest's name, Joe Biden's gonna come back at some point. I'm still
3: trying to figure out how long sperm lives in a ball sack.
1: That is that is a great question. There I does not
3: seem to be definitive word on the internet.
1: I now also have searched priest in my text messages <laughs> to see.
3: <laughs> Careful.
1: What, I guess I should probably search father. But then I'm like, but then father, but then also I'm like, father isn't like a word that a lot of people use if they're not talking about like a priest, right? I don't think like so. I, no one's like, like, uh, I'm remember, like my sister and I have never been like, I'm remembering father my today. Father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
3: his father, remember remember like my his back. father, Did I would say this? his dad. <laughs> papa, yeah. papa.
1: I'm searching father. We'll see if that gets any hits. <laughs>
2: so you were a kid watching Mass at home. Mass for shut-ins.
1: Mass for shut-ins. I mean, we, I'm mostly, so... The funny thing is, like I was saying, my godparents not religious in the least bit. Mm-hmm. My family was like Catholic, but like, and my grandparents were my, especially my mom's side were were Catholic and pretty religious, but not like you know, not crazy. But they were they were religious and they watched Mass every week. And my and then my mom and dad were like on this on my street on the block I grew up on, like. I had families that were, and friends, you know, my friends' families were more religious and went to church more often, and they would, like, make fun of me for being, like, the little satanic boy, but I wasn't. Why? Why were they you just, satanic? They just were like, oh, your family, like, doesn't care as much about, it. I went to public school, they went to private school, they went to Catholic, Catholic school. So they were
3: just, like, all in Catholic all the time. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah, and I would sleep over there, and then we would, I mean, I, I remember the two folks who lived up the street, like, I would sleep over their house, and then we would go to church. Like, if I slept over on a Saturday night, we'd go, we'd go to church the next day. Like, uh, But for me, it was like I'd have to go to church every Sunday. And then, at, like, by the time I got into middle school, it became like, man, we don't really go. We go for, like, we go for the big holidays. Mm-hmm. That was kind of what it turned into. And then I got confirmed. I, 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 I had confirmation mm-hmm. when I was – whatever, 17 years old, Cardinal Law was at my confirmation. Cardinal uh, Law is... The bad guy from... from, Spotlight. from Spotlight. Jesus. Yeah. Mitch. <laughs> yeah, he was there. And you
3: had a celebrity
1: I at your a, confirmation? I had a big celebrity. You're, at my, you're
2: our second guest from the Boston area that had some interaction with that Cardinal crossed Law. That
3: passed that guy, mm, right? Yeah. Who was the other person?
2: Uh, film Crit Hulk.
3: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, Film Crit Hulk had... That's right. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah that's why he was typing in all caps for the rest of his life because it messed him up so much every day much.
3: Kevin and I get closer to getting Cardinal on the, on the yeah, we've, been, we've been circling him
2: for a long time
3: trying but to work his network yeah
1: Hey Dex, ten you're years, all right. He's uh, like ten years dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's hoping.
2: Uh, we'll see. We'll see. With the AI, uh, that means less than it did before. That's past, a
1: good point. You know? That's a good point. Oh my gosh. He was. He he was. Not only was he there, but he asked me a question, and I got it wrong. <laughs> and the whole church laughed. My godfather talks about that. The
3: whole church laughed. Yeah, Like the church,
1: like laughed at him getting it wrong. So
2: Cardinal Law was doing crowd work essentially.
1: Your Cardinal co-station. Law was doing crowd work, and I and I like. And I fucked him up basically. What was the question? I, it was like probably the easiest, like the father son. And I was like, oh,
3: <laughs> Mister James,
1: the scary ghost. Yeah, I said something stupid. That's true. Oh, father, I think it is father. All right, I think I found it. Father, 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 Uni, Uni, Father Uni, <laughs> Um U N N I, and it's Saint Cecilia is the which maybe is not in Southie, but it's mm. in Boston. Okay. At least, but he's like a cool, and I do like.
3: He's a, he's a questionably cool.
1: He's, you know what? He is like, like (laughs) if you watch him talk, like that's why I was like, oh, I like kind of like, and for me, I like, I, I think that I like would turn to religion in the bad ways. Well, like I was saying, my family wasn't very religious, but then it probably messed me up in like the bad like in the bad ways where you know like you i would think i was doing something wrong or or uh, like outwardly i would never let that off but in inward i like you know i think it messed me up a little bit just as far as like guilt and shame guilt and shame sexually probably didn't help like uh, i think that like for for a long time there was things in the back of my head of like oh going to hell i think was like a part of that and like you don't want to go to hell I would pray to God, like when I had acne, I'd like pray to God to like not have acne. I'd like pray about like I'm so sure everyone can semi relent uh, some of this stuff. Everyone, really, yes, um, but but, it was
2: the mark of Cain,
1: yeah, on your face. <laughs> Nothing worse could
3: happen to you at that time,
1: yeah. I would pray for like so, like I would pray to I would like I would I feel like I probably prayed quite a bit, and then also that would tie into like grandparents dying my grandparents like all died in like sixth seventh and eighth grade right three in a row and one when i was like eight so all of them died kind of early and then like just a fear of like people dying or getting sick and i feel like there was like i would always pray for stuff like that and then like when my dad actually did get sick there was you know there was some stuff like that where i was like oh i need to i need to like pray and 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 my dad like wasn't religious towards the end himself and i but was he at the beginning or,
2: or i mean when he, memory was, memory when he was when he was
1: a boy he was like i mean he was born in 1942 but he was like an altar boy in how' neck back in the day and and who knows what sort of shit he saw who knows but like he wasn't overly religious and like you know once we stopped going to church my dad seemed fine with it and then towards the end of his life like you know we we like my mom and my sister and I like had a, his last rites read to him, but like mm-hmm. I don't think that that was something that he even
3: he was like worried about.
1: Yeah, I don't think yeah. it was a thing that he was he was he was really worried about. But but uh, and my mom and sister now like they both will tune into church on like the holidays. to watch the church, and my sister and mom like probably go more than you know and the you more do. than more. I mean, way more than I do. And I think like more than holidays, they'll like, you know, they'll go like occasionally or, you know, if there's like a celebration mass for someone who passed or something Mm -hmm. like that.
3: Yeah. They're not like fully lapsed.
1: They're not fully lapsed. Yeah. No, 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 no. But, but I, and I'm not either completely, like Mm I would still, I still can, I still believe that there might be some sort of God. I don't think that that's like a crazy. And I think that like early on in comedy world, like people were very snarky about that. And I'm like, I think being like a full-blown atheist and being like there is nothing is just as silly as being someone who's like there might be a god. I don't think there's mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm so much more in line with like being agnostic or I mean I probably even do consider myself Catholic, but that's just cuz I was raised that yeah. way. Like I don't and I don't, you know, a lot of I I have no hard lines on any I don't believe in a lot of that stuff of of sins and cardinal sins or whatever. Purgatory, the whole infrastructure. I still believe in hell. I mean, I don't, I don't know (laughs) if I do believe in hell either. You know what I mean? So like, I guess in a sense, I don't know if I am a Catholic, but like, uh, you know, I think there's
3: lots of ways to express whatever faith you have. Yeah. Yeah. And it
1: is kind of like a, it's like a, you know, Side Catholic. I'm like exactly. a like, right like along a Mel
3: Gibson there. Catholic. You know, we, yeah. we that's how kind of, you would no, identify. DIY. Yeah, you know, make your own way. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every Sunday's. Every Sunday, I'm in Moon Shadows. Yeah. Uh, I, the, Mel
2: Gibson, oh, yeah. famously the most trailblazing of the Catholics. He <laughs> is uh, so Catholic. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, I was
3: going to ask if you know you can tell that you're understanding of like what God would be like has changed a lot since mm. over the years, you know, how it started as a kid, maybe a little scarier versus how you feel about God now.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's that funny thing. Cause I think when I was like a kid, it was like you behave. Cause like, you know, like if you don't behave, God will be mad at you. I think that's how it started. And then like, um, you know, as time went on, like, uh, like I, I was maybe more kind of, I think I became fearful probably. And you know, when I was like, Praying to him when bad things were happening, not understanding yeah. why bad things happening were happening, I think I was like didn't understand him really. I mean, like there were always questions, even when I was a teenager. I you know I, I was like
3: how real this is. Yeah, I yeah. never.
1: But I, but it was also you know praying can just kind of be a way to put things in your head out into the world a little bit. So that was kind of, and, and I was like, you know,
2: like manifesting in a way. You yeah, mean, or, yeah. Yeah.
1: Basically I, I was like, you know, and I like with my dad was sick or like, you, you know, which he like, he had a heart thing when I was in like, uh, early in college. And then he had cancer later on, or like my cats or my cats went missing, or my grandparents were sick or something. I think that there was like a lot of praying and praying for me to be like, a normal kid, which is Mm. sad in many ways, but also
2: wait, the prayer was God make me normal. I mean, like it was (laughs)
1: like, like, please, I don't want like my stomach to ache anymore and to have acne. Like I would pray for stuff like that. Yeah. And then as I got older, I'm like, like, Oh, like horrible things happen in the world. And even still I'll pray when I'm like nervous about stuff. Like, like if there's something that like my cat Wally had a lump on his tail and I like (laughs) did say a prayer and I like did watch mass, but I'm also like feel bad because I'm like, this is me just like trying to get goodwill uh which is like a silly thing to think anyways <laughs> but like also it can be calming and and now i believe like if like you know the good of people and the love in life and the things that you love in life that's more what a god is quote unquote mm-hmm. that's like but but Forever, I mean, like I'm a kid who believed in like Santa till he was like 11 or something. You know what I mean? Like I was like maybe like two
2: years too long.
1: Yeah, just a, a little too a little too <laughs> You're long. You're connected
3: to the mystical of life. Yeah, yeah this, I yeah. mean, like
1: I have always, and I and I and I do believe there is like a strong mystical side of life, and that's why I'm like when people scoff at things, I'm always like, well, there is like it feels like there's stuff that's unexplainable, and there's you know, like there's there's things like that in the world. We all know that, but but. Never, like, all all this being said, never, like, super religious either. You know, like, yeah. not a super religious kid. Uh, but I did have, like, um, when I went to Italy in ninth grade, like, we went and saw the Pope, and I got, like, uh, a crop. what's it called? Uh, rosary. Yeah. And uh, I got it blessed by the Pope. And then, like, wow. when my dad was sick, which is only ten years ago, like, I did put that around my dad's picture, even though, like, I don't know which – was it John Paul II? Maybe, and I don't know. Maybe he sucks a little bit. Who knows? You know what <laughs> well, I mean? You like, got the
3: bad pope. Blesses. Yeah, it the pro pope? gay one. <laughs> yeah, like I did,
1: but it was, it was, it was probably. But like, I do, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's like I can't hurt. You know, that's that's Holy. like a part of where my head's at. But mm-hmm. now, as like an adult, I I don't go to church almost ever. I do uh, on occasion watch for holidays. But when I do go and sit in church, like I do find it like meditative i i I do think that it's like calming and relaxing and i kind of do like going and sitting in a church and and there was another in in my sketch group mike hanford also was a a a, a, you know raised religious and and he's a catholic guy i believe and so like he and i i I went to church with hanford once or twice which is funny because i think people thought our sketch group was like a like I think a they Christian thought, I think thought we group. were like a Christian sketch no. group. We didn't, we didn't do like any blue stuff early on, but mm, like we were mm, far from that. Too but,
3: wholesome.
1: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We were a little too wholesome for a while, but, <laughs> but overall like, yeah, I think it was like early on, like God is as a small boy, God is good. And also it's tied to Santa. And right. I like, uh, I, I, <laughs> but like, also
3: like uh, he'll spank inextricably. You know, it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, And then as I got older,
1: like why is life this way? Why is life hard? Feared God. And then also like, I don't know if I'd say I hated God, but was also like, what the fuck is going on? And then, uh, I think like when my dad was dying, like I did like turn to faith a little bit, but I also was like, I don't think that this will change what happens with my dad, but you got to lean into something when you're, you know, whatever it is, I had to lean into something at that point, me and not everyone Mm -hmm. does, but I had to lean into something. And that was kind of like, not like I was going to church every week, but it was like, I'm going to pray and try to put that out into the world. Like you were saying, yeah. like trying to manifest my dad getting better or something. But yeah. so now, so now I'm like, I don't know. Like if, if like, like I said, like if Wally's got a lump on his tail, I'm going to say a prayer. Sure. Uh, like I've tried to get myself into it a little bit more, but a lot of the time I think that I just don't agree with a lot of what's said. I I, I remember this specifically. You'll like this is that <laughs> when so I was confirmed at this point I was at my, my freshman year in college and the spotlight case had just broken and we were at, um, uh, Christmas Eve mass and I was standing there and, and the priest was like, you know, there's like a lot of accusations against the church and like, we really need to come together and like, You know, like we have to support our priests and the church and everything. And
2: it was like the Catholic equivalent of back the blue, yeah.
3: Essentially, it it,
1: (laughs) it really was. And my buddy Micus, my buddy Mike is one of my Boston buddies, Quincy buddies, and and his brother Scoop Sean. Mm -hmm. They were there (laughs) with their dad, Big Jim. And I remember Mike and Sean and. Big Jim all walking out at that point. And wow. Mike told me that Big Jim was like, fuck this shit. Let's get the fuck out of here. And they fucking <laughs> no, I
3: love that. all
1: walked up and left. Good for them. And that's
3: like, that's some chariots of fire bravery, you know, wow. in that is there, moment.
1: It, it really is. It's like,
3: actually, like, what is your ethic? You know, when you hear something like that yeah. and you know what's happened, like, I, I would be really impressed with that. I,
1: I, th-
2: I think, too, when someone who you love and have some sort of relationship with, but don't think is an extraordinary person does something that's like, Oh, I guess I could do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of gives you the permission to do that if you want to.
1: I think after that, like that was my freshman year of college. And it was like, I still was in that zone of like, you know, and like all through high school, I probably had to go to like a Christmas Eve mass or something. And I think at that point it was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of a mess. I don't know if we have to do this anymore. And it was kind of, that's the way it became for me from there on out maybe for like the next couple of years i still went to like a christmas eve mass or something but mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't i it it didn't feel like the spotlight thing really did change a lot of i feel like changed yeah, a lot of as it should things.
3: you uh, know i think uh, if you didn't have some kind of reevaluation of, of your church after that point like something's wrong with you you know
1: yeah and that was that's one of the boston i also my, my friend growing up his dad was like whitey Bulger's right hand man so i have a couple boston Wow. The Boston movie stories. Is that Black like, Mass? <laughs> that's Black Mass. Okay. Yeah. And I worked with Jesse Plemons years later, and I was like,
2: Oh, that's right. You,
1: you, you like you played a version of my friend's dad, basically. Oh so. my wow. god! Cool. A great guy, too. My friend That's a great guy.
3: Yeah.
2: Jesse Plemons is a dick, though,
1: right? <laughs> no, Plemons great guy. Also, also a great guy. One also of those a great method guy.
3: Method guys. Also a great guy.
1: Well, those yeah, that's
3: cool. <laughs> so it sounds like your your conception of God yeah it's I didn't feel like a lot of us go through that of like, is your child, yeah, it's very punitive, you know, it's like, if I'm yeah. good, I'm things good. and then if you know, I'm bad, like things will be bad. yeah. And then you grow up and you're like, that's fucked up. you know, like I can't always be good. Why are you giving me bad <laughs> things for no reason?
1: hundred percent. And then
3: you get a little bit older than that and you're like, oh, it all just happens. and like I will keep praying because it's comforting and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And like also, maybe the best version of God has less baggage and it's just like there with you yeah. rather than like doling out situations for you, you know, depending on how well you behaved.
1: A hundred percent. I think that like also like, I remember laying in like, I, I in like third, fourth or fifth grade, uh, this kid, Derek Kelly, who was in my elementary school was oh, like first and last name. Uh, yeah, he, I shouldn't dox him maybe. <laughs> um, he's, I think he's doing all right, but he like, uh, he was a bit of a troublemaker and he was like, You should steal this candy bar. I was in seven eleven. I stole a Snickers. Ooh. And I remember I like walked up my hill and I like laid in a snowbank and I was like like just in a pile of snow. <gasps> And I was like, what have I done? Like, I've committed, like, one of the big sins. I felt, like, so horrible about it.
3: There's a commandment for that
1: one, right? Yeah, Yeah. it felt bad. And I feel like I probably still ate the Snickers bar. But, like, you know, like. (laughs)
3: Well, there's nothing more comforting in life when things are going bad than the Snickers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> but like that happened and then like I feel like early masturbation, like when I was like a, Yeah, was let's maybe get too, into that. Too much, too much info. Mm-hmm. But like, No.
3: no it was a regular segment on GCF is like, yeah, yeah. I was jacking off for you growing <laughs> up?
2: <laughs> it's all about jacking off. It
3: is. That's something we
2: sound <laughs> on the show all the time. <laughs>
1: the first time, I've, ta- I've talked about this on Doughboys, but the first time I ever did it, my dad basically caught me in the act. It was horrifying. First time? Yeah. What's the like age? First time. I was in like maybe seventh or eighth grade. I forget which grade I was in, seventh or eighth. And like my friends basically told me – like you know, inform me about it, and then I was like, "I'm gonna try this." And there was a news lady I liked. I went to the shower. News lady. There was a news lady I liked on W. A, on- a woman of journalism. <laughs> a journalist. A, 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 he loves a, a professional journalist. Powerful. Perhaps woman. one of
2: the women who would bring down Cardinal Law. <laughs>
1: at she some definitely. Point. She surely reported on it. That's so funny. Uh, I wish I, I, I could remember. I mean, I, I'm happy I can't remember her name because I don't want to say name. it. <laughs> uh, but I. But I. Laid down in my tub with the shower on, and I masturbated. And as I was finishing, my dad's foot was coming down. He was, I was laying down, which is also weird. Well, on your stomach, I'm like um, on my back. Oh, and then my dad's foot was coming down, and he said, "Oh!" And then he closed the curtain. Oh,
3: he was coming into the shower. He was coming in literally oh as
1: God. I was finishing. It was horrifying. You then, saw
3: naked dad coming in as right. you were. <laughs>
1: And yeah. forever linked in your mind. <laughs> that's, and that's why, like, a lot of people hear Dad this story so and they're like, oh, it explains why you're shit. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does or, explain why or
3: you I could have that.
2: a little foot thing if it was your dad's foot that you saw coming into the no. town. It's, it's true.
1: Uh, you know what? I'm
3: straight except for men's feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, feet are great. I'm fine with feet. Uh, it's like a sexual. You're cool. yeah, sapiosexual a
2: fun, uh, and you're a sexual and right, right, right. that's fine. Oh my God. You have some great directors on your side as well. Wild. That's
1: <laughs> you know what I? I won't get into it, but I defend Quentin Tarantino on that. I feel you like, defend. I mean, there's nothing I, to defend. I feel like it. Right. I feel like, right? I, I, I feel like when, you, when when like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I th- I like my read into in like it's too dorky. But I also think that there is like I think he also was like kind of like fuck it. And I also do think it's a sort of thing of people are a little too like like a uh, being a little too what's the word I'm looking
3: puritanical for puritanical puritanical. Uh-huh.
1: I mean like. If the actor's comfortable doing it, I mean that's the big thing. And there's some stuff I've obviously with stunt stuff where people weren't as comfortable with him. But I, but I foot stunts, but but uh,
3: dangerous <laughs> toe work.
1: But I I I when people give Quentin a hard time about the the whole origin of that thing is weird. The whole origin of Quentin's foot thing is kind of like what is the origin? I don't the article it's like an old article, and the person's kind of nasty to him. I I, I it is just it's. It's not it's it has like a weird shitty background where the person who wrote the article is like kind of mean about Quentin and is like he he asked if he could see my feet and then like and I said yes and then he pulled out his chode and she's like kind of like making fun of him. Anyways, I I am like I know that I sound like a right wing guy or something when I say this, but I you should be allowed to do I, that. I, I I I am I'm more on Quentin's side for some of that stuff. Well and we are a little and I think people get a little too carried away about it. Listen, I don't know if you saw air yet. I haven't seen Area. I'm very excited to
2: see it. There's a Tarantino-esque shot of uh, Mr. Piggies. Affleck's piggies, and to me, that's like the ultimate reclamation. Is the man directing says, "Hey, you're look gonna, at my feet. You're gonna see right. my toes. I will be vulnerable I in like this that. moment. Mm-hmm.
3: I like that. <laughs> I'll put I myself like that. out there. <laughs> sure I, <laughs> I will.
1: I like the, I, I like. I we've talked about we've talked about Affleck's hog on my podcast quite a bit. Um, yeah. Oh, and Gone Girl. And Gone Girl. Yeah. He's, he's,
3: is that real hog?
1: That's real That's hog. Real hog. Let me side tell you. hog. It's side hog. It's hundred percent hog. He's 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 dealing. That guy's got a
3: guys more men in Hollywood, and I'm talking to you two because you're men in Hollywood. You need <laughs> to show hog because like it's about time. Fair Ru- is fair.
2: Ruffalo and in the cut that Meg Ryan movie. That's right. He shows hog. Cooper, Bradley Pooper himself, in in um, American, oh, what's it called, Nightmare Alley? Nightmare Alley, American Nightmare, Nightmare oh, yeah. Alley. He shows a little bit of hog. In
1: the bit. A lot of these guys got full houses, though. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these guys are like dealing with uh, the sure. full house. Maybe is right. the and right, right I way understand to put it.
2: In what sense?
1: A lot of these <laughs> guys are are, are bringing, yeah, yeah. They they they're bringing the heat, and uh, Affleck especially <laughs> in Gone Girl. I don't a full house. I I think I would need like a like a good. I would need I would yeah. need I would need to be very delicate if I was to do this. But you know what? The scene calls for it. We'll see what happens. It's so in the funny
3: thinking like if you were as an actress like asked to be topless and you're like, you know what, can you just give me huge prosthetic boobs just for this scene? <laughs> <laughs> so that when they do see them. Like the boob them. equivalent
2: of Wahlberg at yeah, the end yeah. of Boogie night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, yeah, you know, I think a a, a lot of uh, young people out there are exchanging nudes with each other. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes men can do the same. And it's okay. You can just gas each other up.
3: Important yeah, from the front.
2: Well, listen. <laughs> Onlyfans.com on slash Kevin right, T. Go.
1: Porter. That's so to get to go back to the foot thing to fin- the, I, I later asked my dad and I was like what were you doing he's like I thought your mom was in there which makes things even weirder oh but and also like God. I heard <laughs> moaning and I was like I'm coming <laughs> also a, a household that like no locks on the door also never talked about sex so we were like Irish and Catholic in that right, way sure. we were like never Super talked taboo. about it yeah uh-huh. but there were like moments like that where like over the course of my life <laughs> or like whatever, you know, like this also not to make me sound shitty, but like when you get older and you have sex and like your girlfriend uses a plan B or something like things like that, where you're like, am I, is this bad? Like there's like, and I, and I'm sure that women probably deal with this a lot more than men think about it, which is a bad thing. But like, uh, there were things where I was like where I would feel bad and, and that would happen. And, and, and it's a, and it's a, and it's, I think some of that stuff definitely is, has gotten has you know like has has stuck in my head sure. that's oh, definitely diminished okay. but, but like it will like it will oh yeah yeah, yeah. it like pop into your surprise head you like, am i doing something like, is something oh, yeah. bad here i have that too i
2: understand <laughs> yeah. what you're saying and yeah. and i don't know if for you if you're talking about it from the sense of from the birth control theology of Catholicism in mm-hmm. particular or just like the holistic protestant or catholic abortion ideology sure, and yes. then i'm yeah, yeah. like yeah. wait no that's stupid but yeah there's like a thing it's like how we've talked before about would people say the the earth is like six billion years oh, yeah. old and there's always there's a thing Caroline and I both feel of like uh yeah, 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 that's right. Well, but because we've oh, heard right. like four thousand years for 11, all of thousand li- max. Yeah. Eleven thousand yeah. years. And that's I'm, that's I'm,
3: I'm still like I'm at the La Brea tar Pits with my dad. We're reading a, a placard and I'm like, damn <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: can't, there's
3: a typo right here at the museum? They <laughs> gotta fix this. <laughs> this is a mess
1: that that i think that, that all of that i mean that i didn't have that level of it like sure, like sure. uh for sure like <laughs> that that but all the other stuff i especially just kind of some of that you know sex and you know anytime you would do something wrong anything that was like one of the sins or whatever yeah. like you would i would always feel sure bad and also as someone who was OCD I was like am I doing something wrong you know that probably didn't help me and
2: well that that I feel like we've talked to a lot of people where it's like those things intersect intersect, and complement each if you have any breed of OCD plus a theology that's saying here's the guardrails and here's how you can fuck up in a way that's eternal
1: yeah that just
2: like that's a perfect harmony
1: that's, it, it's funny. Cause I like, I also, when, if you met me when I was 18, I was trying to be cool. I don't think you would think I was like a dork or anything like that, but I was a late, thank you. Uh, <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> You're like that priest long. you've been trying to look at. <laughs> <up. Yeah. laughs>
1: uh, but I, when I like, I was a late bloomer. And I think there was like so much stuff with that too, where like, wasn't very confident, was nervous. And also there was probably a thing in the back of my head of like, if I do this, I want this to be the right person. I think there was like a lot of that stuff too, which led to me being a virgin for probably longer than I would have liked in in many ways. Um, But, but like, I think that all tied it, it definitely tied into it a little bit, but also it's like in college, I was like, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be a virgin. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. like, I was still dealing with that. And I think to say that that wasn't, A small part of it it would be a lie. I think that that is like a small part of not necessarily even like sex before marriage, but more so like it's gonna be someone like it's gotta be the right person, which is I feel like like that is like such a thing that they push is like it needs to be like the right one. And and they're saying is like the person you marry, but then. For a young kid, it's like, this needs to be, like, I need to love, this needs to be the love of my life or Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm.
3: So. Yeah, things are super heightened.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's
2: like Cinderella and the glass slipper. You gotta find the one that. uh, Is (laughs) that a (laughs) gross uh, metaphor? (laughs) No, No, on the topic of feet.
3: Perfect. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: Go foot first (laughs) and uh, see what happens.
3: (laughs) I mean, I felt like that. We were maybe a little even more extreme than that, too. But even like dating was so heightened and like pressurized in like the world I had grown up in, too, because it was like, well, what oh, are you God, dating yeah. for? You can't just date for fun. You yeah. have to be dating with an end goal in mind. You know, so when you're like 17, you're not like going to marry the person <laughs> you're dating. Hopefully not. Yeah. Or you really think you are. And yeah. so now it's like way too And some people do, and it works out yeah, great for yeah, yeah, yeah. Them,
2: Some, some like, people do. Lisa Gilroy <laughs>
1: did. Yeah. No, Isn't I mean, that
3: great? That, that can happen too. But like, uh, yeah, or also people are just like way too serious about something that should be fine and fun and not that big a deal. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and I mean, like I already wasn't good at that sort of thing. Anyway, and, like, <laughs> like it was – it definitely – that's not the the real part, but it, it's definitely, like, had some sort of factor. Totally. Do you, do you feel that in your present day life? And, like, not even, like, the, the
2: weightiness that it was in maybe college, but even just, like, a little echo or a pebble in it's the back of It's funny now shoe. because
1: now I'm, like, if I get into a relationship, I want it to be, like, someone who I want to spend time with. So I think that, like – Maybe in a small way, it's like back again. It's come back around again, and 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 I'm like now like, oh, I want to like meet someone who I want to spend maybe the rest of my life with. But that's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. you can't always you can't say know that. At the beginning, always. Yeah. yeah. Right now, I'm also like just being like, I'm just gonna focus on myself for like a full year and then see Dating what happens. Dating I'm gonna date myself. That's and that I'm I will
2: say after a certain age too. For yeah. for I'll I'll just go ahead and say men. Yeah. Not saying what you just said, saying like like you saying, yeah, I, I want this to be long-term relationships, someone I'm with a long time, not saying that is kind of loser shit. Yeah. <laughs> in some way, I mean what everyone mean can do what, what they that. do. Well, just saying, like, oh yeah, I just want to fuck around. How old are you? 46.
4: Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. that,
2: that's what I mean. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the DiCaprio model or whatever <laughs> you want to call it.
1: It's 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 it is tricky, cause then there there's like bef- like in my mid thirties or something, like when I was like, I'm gonna like date like a, you know, probably actually it's probably early thirties time has certainly gone by quickly, <laughs> but like, you know, when I was like 31, 32, I also was like, I dated so little in like my like teens, not at all. And then in my twenties, like not much at all. And so I, like when I was 30, after I got a relationship, I was like, I want to like date around and then found out I didn't like it either. But that, that was always a hard thing to me. And I would feel bad about it where I was like, And I would stay in relationships longer. Now I just found out it's so much easier when you're so upfront about that at first. You're like, I'm really like either concentrating myself or I like want to try to find someone that I want to be with like long term. It's Mm -hmm. like great to just – To say that and it scares some people off you know what i mean like i think some people don't want but
2: they should be scared i mean that's a gift either way you're telling them who you are and what you're about
1: so yeah i think if you're like trying to deceive people it's it's hard and i've also been in a situation where like you want to tell people something but you're afraid to do it and you don't want to hurt people's feelings Mm -hmm. and that's also hard but that's why it's so much better to just be honest straight up i think when you're like you know it goes back to the old these cardinal sins, when you're trying to deceive people, that's when you kind of get yourself Mm -hmm. into trouble.
4: Yeah.
2: I I was in a situation like that where I had this family and I was pretending to be their housekeeper, like way longer than I should have. And I wasn't being upfront about that, but I just wanted more quality time with my children.
3: Who were were in the family.
2: Who were, yeah, (laughs) a part of this family. And I I kept this this. up for a long time.
3: You went to extreme lengths. yeah, these
1: Leo's. You're saying Leo is basically pulling a Mrs. Doubtfire in <laughs> many ways.
3: Try to spend a lot of time with kids if you. That's can, what you're I saying. Think. I think I smell a
2: reboot.
1: Martin Scorsese's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Ever
2: since I was a kid, I wanted to be a Mrs. Doubtfire. I was gonna say this. Sick.
1: Silence was another movie I thought of. I thought today. about that too. Silence was I, like.
2: Maybe we should have talked
1: about that. But silence is. I, I, I've seen it before good. too, and I, yeah. I do like it. I heard his new movie. I heard Scorsese's new movie. I heard his. I've heard. I've heard from some people that's supposed to be really good. I've heard. I've, I've heard that it's supposed to be good. Four hours long.
2: Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. Set in the hell mouth of Evangelical Christianity, Oklahoma. Oh. And sh- and they've been shooting the there for like fifteen years or yeah. whatever. Damn. I mean, it's like three or whatever.
3: What's, What's it about?
2: Movie? It's based on a book and has to do with a. It's it's a period piece set in the nineteen twenties about uh native americans it's they've been talking about like it's his western right yeah yeah basically
1: yeah and i think it is about like there i think it is maybe tied to the to indigenous people and the and being forced out of right like i think there is some sort Mm -hmm. of play of 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 that sad history of of people
2: and starring your old castmate well, plemenade, Chessie oh, Plemons. That's right. Plemons yeah. is in
1: it. That's right.
2: And finally, that's De Niro, Scorsese's guy for like eight movies, and then DiCaprio, yeah. his guy for eight more, finally together yeah. in a Marty joint, together I, or less. It's
1: going to be huge that, for the dudes. I know that DiCaprio is <laughs> yeah. one of those 46-year-old, you know, fucking around guys. Mm-hmm. I can't help but love that guy too. I like him a lot. I, I never thought I would love someone who was a member of the pussy posse. Right. And I and, and you I, love
3: him more on like his personal level, right? Yeah. Than like you don't girl. care for the acting. For you, it's about what it's happens. The lifestyle. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I do love that. I mean I love no, him he's as a, an actor. He's
3: good at his work.
1: I can't help it. He's
3: good at what he does. The work. The work is good. Oh. The work speaks. So yeah,
2: where are you at now with it? God when you let me ask you this, because we ask this generic question all the time. But when you like envision god or your idea of god what is that and i'm not even saying you have to give them santa-like features sure but just even the idea of i do okay well then (laughs) we can do that but just like caroline talked about like the idea of god is like not not a a, like a cosmic vending machine but maybe more of a companion Mm -hmm. or more of a comfort like what is the function of it? it's funny because
1: like the like that like the monty python version of like god on a cloud with like the you know South Park. It's that (laughs) like, uh, it kind of maybe is sometimes, but I like, I don't know, like, you know, it's, it is that sort of thing now as an adult where I'm just like, you know, whatever power of this world. Oftentimes when I think of God, I think of like light or something, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. like that's where my mind goes to now, but I don't really have any, when I was a young boy, I thought of like uh, a a man, uh, okay. like you know, like a man in sandals, a white man in sandals with a penis, with a penis, yeah. God has a penis. Mm-hmm. A full house, yeah, yeah. yeah rocking full. the full yeah. Mary 100%. Kate and Ashley 100%. down there. one, it's
4: gonna be big. and <laughs> <laughs> <Kate laughs> Ashley.
1: And now I'm kind of like uh, you know I don't you know it, it, if there you know that whatever that force is I'm you know like I'm putting my You know, I'm putting my positive thoughts out to the world and to whatever that is, like an energy more so.
3: Yeah, kind of of, disembodied. Yeah. yeah, 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 That's great.
1: That's kind of where my mind
3: is now.
2: I definitely relate to what you said about it, especially uh, that uh, some some of your uh, motivation or the impetus for engaging, even in some of those thoughts now, is when it comes to your cats. Yeah. Because I definitely – Feel it with my me. own pet. And it's one of those things where there's just this and you I'm sure you do with yours to some capacity as well. Cat
1: prayers. I mean, like cat the cat <laughs> prayers. <laughs> cat prayers are like that's what I pro, that's probably when I'm talking God the most because I'm also like, I love volume of my two cats. They're just turning seven, which is to me, they're still babies. Cats can live till they're twenty, you know, yeah. like that's they what I'm get pushing real, for. real,
3: real crazy old. Real my, crusty old. My <laughs> cat, Zamp, was
1: 22, and then my Dang. cat Buster was like 20. Oh, my oh. God. So, like, for Wally and Irma, I ho- I'm hoping that they have a lot more years yeah. left in them, and they still feel like babies. And I'm just also like, with them, I'm always just like, if anything seems to be going wrong, I'm like, these are two precious souls that would never hurt. They're only yeah. good. So, please, whatever power them. in the world. Yes, please, <laughs> like. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. So that's like, uh-huh. that's where my, that's where, that's where a lot of like my, please, I will, I will live in a box and I like, <laughs> I, like truly, I mean, <laughs> like, I'll
3: lay in the snowbank for yeah, hours. I, yeah, yeah, I would I mean, yeah. do things. I, 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 uh-huh. would, I would, I would, I
1: would, no, I will have none of my dreams come true if you like take care of these two is kind of yeah. where my 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 head is so you get that uh, yeah Genius. i love them i love them they're good and, cats and
2: then that brings you to like a different like a, acquaintance of love that maybe it feels unprecedented or precedent with your other cats but then that feels like a different kind of encounter with whatever oh no for sure i mean
1: they were there about. during the pan- go back to pandemic yeah. they were they were there during the pandemic they were there they they're tried and true. I, 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 I love them. They're always, that. you know what I mean? Animals yeah. are amazing.
4: Yeah, mm. they are. And
1: animals kind of make me think that, I mean, also as a person who eats meat, which is a thing that I've thought of before, but I'm also like. I, I don't eat cat. I don't, yeah, I, I, I've never, I never have tried cat, luckily.
3: <laughs> and you had clarified wall-e's
1: to them, like, this right isn't now. you. <laughs> <Some day. laughs> this isn't one of you.
2: Ah, gee whiz.
1: But I, I am like, animals to me also, like, I'm like, Come on, like when you look at like when I'm like Wally and Irma there, and like they have like personalities. I'm like, you're telling me that there's like no some sort of higher power that creates something like this. Like a part of me thinks that there's got to be.
3: Yeah.
2: So right. you know what? How do you spell dog? D O G. I'll spell it backwards.
3: Hog. Shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you spell
2: hog? Did you say I think hog? H O G. H O G. No. Uh. Okay. Well, M- Midge, thanks for sharing your story, man. A-M? No. Oh boy. I keep let's take a quick backwards, break. That's also muck, which Okay.
3: Is now that's something. Uh, <laughs> something to think about. Muck. muck.
2: That's sick. Oh, uh, let's take a quick freaking... Zidge.
3: <laughs> Wait, what's that backwards? Zidge?
2: Oh, okay. I see. Come
3: on. There it is. Okay, yeah.
2: We'll be right Thank back you. with more good Christian fun.
0: Head gum podcast, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So, if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, Solving a problem and you realize that Mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot
2: Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by See The Thing Is, another podcast. We want to tell you about a podcast we think you're going to love. It's called See The Thing Is, and it's hosted by Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality Mandy B. Every week, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B offer grown, honest, and slightly toxic perspectives on all things music, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships, everyone's favorite topics. Do you have a hard time finding new music? Are you a millennial who misses what life was like in the 2000s? Are you interested in multiple perspectives on relationships and dating? Are you interested in a podcast that holds all genders to account? See, the thing is, is a podcast that allows space for a wide range of thoughts and emotions. Most recently, the ladies have sat down with Ari Lennox, Van Lathan, and D-Ray McKesson. Join Bridget and Mandy every week as they update you on everything going on in the world with their polarizing hot takes. Subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. In. All right. Christian popular culture. Did you have any exposure to any as a child? Any, anything like that? Christian music, Christian rock, faith-based entertainment.
1: Um, hmm, that's a great question. You know what I was singing the other day was uh, Counting Blue Cars, which is not even a Christian song, but counting blue cars tell me all your thoughts on God because I really want to see her. Oh, you know, yeah, that song, yeah, I remember, which this is song. Yeah, yeah. this one. This is it, yeah, this mm-hmm. it's a good song. This is 20 this like years Kevin Max. old, it kind of does. <laughs> a Christian singer, it's a
3: Christian
1: singer, yeah. Um, and also, it's a great, you know, earlier I was saying, like, I pictured God as, like, a man. Mm-hmm. This song says, I want to meet her. So Casually, they, they,
3: like, it's nothing. Yeah.
1: Before
2: yeah. Ariana was a twinkle in her dad's ball. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and her mom's spirit. Uh, which is awesome. <laughs> cool. Oh, man. So, we were talking about faith-based films, mm. entertainment, whatnot. You love film.
1: You I love film, love yes. movies. I love movies. I love movies. And I, I as far as, like, music... I mean like I did have a small Creed f- phase like uh for like Who amongst um, Us? A sophomore <laughs> in high school like uh, I I think I bought one of Creed's albums but uh ne- like uh, a lot of like faith-based bands no and then a lot of faith-based movies probably not but Movies with a lot of you know faith themes. Thematics yeah, in it, sure. No, that's another story, yeah. and that is open. that is you know that's not your
2: life behinds, but your silences, a hundred percent, and the things, and the that, things that make
1: you think and and make you feel guilty and all of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. That's, yeah. that's 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 I've always loved loved movies like yeah. that. So.
2: Not your heaven is for real, but perhaps your signs. The M Night Shyamalan I
1: love signs and story I like Mel Gibson. I mean, and I kind of and I do kind of uh, I I kind of. Do love that movie it's I do it's a good I, movie I,
3: of course
1: and I and any anything like that any oh, yeah. any any uh any any f- where where faith is you know I mean also in the on um, in the dark sense of it all mm-hmm. the exorcist all those kind of like mm. scary that was like a big thing too of like the devil and like uh possession and all that stuff and stuff that we actually like did believe about and this is a thing I didn't tell you of like the two folks who were like my the religious family up the street, mm-hmm. um, they all went to Saint Agathas, which is the, the Catholic school. I went to public school my whole life, except for one year. I went to a private school one year um, when I was a freshman because I was a fuck up. And then they they all went to a lot. I know thrown out a lot there, but their mom would like read us stories about like the three days of darkness, which was like what
3: is that? It's like like
1: one of, you remember those like old like cr- like maybe Catholic comic, like, like those like little story books that were like small that would like, if you look up the three days,
3: like a a chick tract or like a booklet, like a little booklet. Okay. And it
1: was like, like at some point, like like the skies will go black.
3: Oh, oh, this was like apocalypse. This
1: is is end time sort of thing. And then like, and then like, if you look out the window and I, and I do think that there was like. Mrs. Tufa who was a great lady and a religious uh a religious lady um a, a very religious woman um th- you know I think that there was some belief in this maybe but but she also like told us ghost stories in about like the house that she lived in that mm. sh- like I'm going to say were true I believed in them so like I think sure. that like the, that that like you know like the spiritual side like ghosts the afterlife and demonic stuff like exorcist so terrifying that movie is horrifying well
2: and it's the, it is the by far the most Religious genre of film is yeah, horror. Yes, it's always yeah, horror, especially
3: Catholic, which we never covered really on the show. Hold it down. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm scared. She's scared. Oh no,
2: she's scared well, of that stuff. Well, she also. You have
3: yes. Stuff well, in your and past, I've heard but, you talk often about the devil being very real to you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me, it was like demons were very real to me and very mm. very scary, mm. like nighttime battle every night. Oh, for me, when I was you young, know? I was
1: like afraid to Ugh. like. It took me, like, like going to middle school, just like when I was believing in Santa. Like, mm-hmm. you're going into middle school like you can't be sleeping <laughs> at the foot of your parents' bed anymore. Oh, many and, night. I mean, yeah. they had to lock the door because yeah. that was
3: always crown clamber in there. Yeah. Um, but did your... Did your friends like swap demon stories growing up, or was it oh, more yeah. like ghosts? Okay, I yeah. mean like
1: demons and ghosts, and but also like there was like stuff of like you know the devil and
3: yeah. And, Wait, the uh, devil would like appear to people. Hi.
1: Because
3: de- de- I well tell <laughs> me here. tell me two things. Tell me what <laughs> what the devil stories were, mm. and then tell me your demon stories that you heard. Was it like an embodied demon or like a light mm. like? I heard very specific stories of like there was a See, light these that are, appeared in my room. You know, these whatever. are I
1: mean like the, like my, my friends who lived in the house that was haunted like they would tell ghost stories, and then we would talk about like you know like the devil or possessions or stuff like Possession. that. But yeah, like okay, but like all of that stuff definitely like fascinated by things like that. And as yeah. like kids, we'd like. You know, like, you know, like, look what we found in the woods. And, like, there was always, like, yeah. talk about, like. Like, uh, the Jersey Devil, essentially. Well, that, too. But then also Satanists in the woods. And, like, the Blue mm-hmm. Hills are nearby. And people like, there's, like, Satanists up there. Yes. And, like, if they catch you, they'll, like, they're going to, yeah. like, kill you or fuck Ceremonial. you, basically. It mm-hmm. was, like, what they said. <laughs> oh, so, no. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait Please, a minute. I hope they don't
3: fuck <laughs> me. Oh, I, I, w- I would
1: hate that. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> no let's not
3: wander into no, the forest unless we yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's such an there's so many like uh little compartments of like the scary parts of Christianity, especially yeah. when you're a kid. Like there's ghosts, there's Satanists,
1: mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. demons,
3: even angels can be a little freaky, of you know, course. like all of that stuff. And yeah. I think
1: like a lot of like the horror movies and and like I, I connect that a little bit to the religious side of sure. things. I'm like, oh whatever. Like well, if you're there's being told good, this there's is evil literally
3: like this. real. Yeah. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. What, how are you not supposed? the
1: to premise of like say? most horror movies
2: that's, is God is real yeah, <laughs> no, on some level.
1: And that's why like, like honestly it's that sort of thing of like, Oh, so like getting to like, Hey, God is real. And if you're, you know, if you act up, he's mad at you to over to like Chucky is a soul that can possess a doll. <laughs> you're like, okay. Yeah. That's like, this that sounds isn't just that as plausible. crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. checks out one begets the other, but I do the, 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 the Tufos up the street there that like she told us stories about the house being haunted. And then long story short, there was a family who lived in there before my sister was friends with the daughter and the mother of like the, the mom of the house called my house. Like years later, I was like in college and I was like, he's like, is your mom there? Mrs. Hennigan. And she, like, I said, hello. And she was like, and I was like, Hey, I just want to say like after you moved out, you know, the Tufos and I, the Tufos were in there since I was like five. I was like, they used to tell like Mrs. Tufo used to tell her uh, and she was like, I'm going to stop you right there. Like, the reason we moved out of the house is because it was haunted. So it was oh. like, I was like, man, so all right. I mean, like, and I do believe in, like, weird energy Two and, families like.
3: families had ghost yeah. experiences in that house. It's and,
1: horrifying when an adult says that, too. Yeah. yeah. And like, a, a kid was, being like,
3: ugh, there was a spooky
2: thing. But when an adult's like, there was an old, as was the case in the house I was spending the night at, that was a friend of mine's, she said, yeah, a couple of times I saw this old woman with long gray hair just that's floating fire. down the stairs in the reflection of the mirror. And I looked up and she wasn't there. And this is his mom, my friend's mom an adult. saying that.
3: I always blow my mind when an adult was like, yeah, demons are, I've seen them. And I'm like, and you just drive to the grocery store and stuff like normal and you think <laughs> I'm supposed to react to that? Like that's normal, <laughs> you know, like they'll be so casual about a ghost story. That's
1: mm-hmm. why I'm so happy I don't have a uh, sleep paralysis or whatever, because I think that, oh. that would mess me up so much. I'm I like, like
3: have a phobia of getting sleep paralysis. Oh, it's so
1: scary. I, yeah. I, you know, I've had, and I did have it once. It's no. crazy. Like I never had it. And then oh, when God. I, Jack Allison lived in my house and I, and he was my roommate. And I woke up one night and I saw a, like a big spider crawling down my window and it looked, and I was like, oh my God, there's a tarantula oh my
4: God. in my room. And I was like,
1: I can't get up to, and then I was like, got up and I was like, jack jack there's like a tarantula and he like got like a tennis racket he's like oh my god and then he went to the other side of the window and like when he was on the other side of the window outside looking in he was like he dreamed this he like he oh, realized that then that. he came back in he's like and i was like oh my god it wa- that was that was that was sleep par- i've never had sleep paralysis ever yeah. yeah but then also other people i've talked to like my friend Dan Tufo, who was lived in that house, mm-hmm. and then had like sleep paralysis where there was an old woman at the foot of his bed, just oh. sitting there. And that's I was not like, what you want. You're Always in bed. Yeah. Get out of there. Why oh, you to be a young, so scary hot, dead woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sleeping yeah, on my bed? Hot.
3: <laughs> we <laughs> yeah, gotta got,
2: hot
1: it up. You got hot
2: lady sleep paralysis. I got I got a scary demon one recently. Oh no. Recently sleep paralysis. No, no, and I'm I'm inflating this up too much. I, I love c- it. I was catching up with an old friend, mm-hmm. sending a lot of voice memos to each other. We hadn't seen each other in over a decade. We've known each other for a decade plus. Mm. And they, I knew them through like church stuff way, way back in the day. And we were talking about, uh, you know, like certain personality disorders, narcissism, dealing with like narcissists in our life. Mm. And, and we were talking about it in very clinical like terms, like, Therapy speak and, uh, you know, communication boundary, blah, 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 blah. And at one point, I get a voice memo that says, so I don't know where you are in your faith journey or if you believe in demons, but if you look at the pattern of narcissists and the pattern of demons, they are attracted to the church (laughs) and it's always the, and up until this point, they're- Yeah, we're fine like we're we're staying in like clinical 101 Mm -hmm. you know at therapy jeff on tiktok but chilled out you know and and then it (laughs) turned into like narcissistic personality disorder maybe or
3: possession
2: might be a a demonic
1: sort of that's wild where
3: are you studying demon patterns that's what i want to know is that a book that's out is that on the NYT. Well,
1: that is also only in movies. I feel like. I mean, I'm sure that it yeah. is a
3: th- there's a few demon things in the like
2: New lore. Testament.
3: You know, yeah, but yeah. the New Testament, like, is a little bit, but a lot of it is. It's all just those like, pickies that
2: kill up. themselves. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Christ casts out the demons, yeah, 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 and all right. the babes commit suicide. Pigs we're
3: talking. If anything, like, it's more likely a Dexter's possessed than your local narcissist. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe earlier when he was barking. Yeah, but, yeah he
2: was barking, but you know, he, he has
3: flashes of. Position. He hasn't
2: barked at you. The, he barked behind me. Well, though. we
3: know why, Kevin. Well, okay. we need to be honest about this. We
2: do need to be honest about this. Wait, a lot. what's going on? The last couple of guests we've had that he like was kind of growling or barking at a little too much were people of color. Oh no! And for some reason, he's not barking at you.
1: Maybe sure is, he, it's the, race, a racist dog, but
2: maybe he sees some commonality
1: of values As and prejudice. beliefs no, with you. No, don't or, do that.
3: He he's he needs sensitivity training. He have to go through a seminar.
1: Wally growls at men. Um, Whoa. my cat Wally. He'll, yeah. he'll growl at men, but then very uh, yeah, much the sweeter with ladies. Yes, mm. though he swiped at my mom, which I didn't like. Whoa.
2: That's what? that's family drama is yeah, what you're describing. Not mom. He's
1: not pulling Dexter
2: shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Whoa. Yeah.
2: Oh, my little guy. That's true. And Chariots of Fire is a movie that we did all
1: watch. Oh, that's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that's right.
1: <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before we get into it, I, 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 you said you didn't want to talk about scary stuff because, because you've had a ghost experience or –
3: I have not had a ghost experience. Okay. It's more that just like
1: – It freaks you out too it much. It freaks
3: me out. Yeah, yeah and it takes me true. back to like that those years of being
1: mm-hmm. so
3: scared. I was going to turn over in my bed and see the devil sitting in a chair. by my Sure. Just do do? Scared at me I like, mean, that is I, funny because
1: yeah. I, like, I understand the thing of the devil sitting in a chair too. It makes sense it to me.
3: terrified me. <laughs> me. Um, yeah. So so even watching like movies with demons for a long time, I was like, it's simply too real to me. Like
1: mm. I can't. I'm Exorcist a little better now. A, Exorcist is a hard watch no matter what. It still yeah, is yeah. hard. Horrifying movie. Do you think now you're going to have trouble watching
2: movies with narcissists in them knowing how <laughs> that they're <laughs> demons?
3: I know anything with Noah Baumbach. Like you can't, I can't see watch Bo is afraid. Yeah. No, that's a demon.
1: You know what? I picked a movie with zero, uh, zero demons in it. That's I guess
3: right. Nothing but angels in this movie. Maybe some...
1: Overcoming some demons, I guess. Mm-hmm. The oh, demon of even.
2: anti-Semitism.
1: And that oh, yeah. is a
3: demon force we all contend sure. with. Yes,
1: It's
2: chariots of fire... Best picture winner. Truly wild. For 1981. What did it beat out? It beat out Atlantic City on Golden Pond, mm. Rares of the Lost Ark, Red. Golden Pond.
3: Yeah, you old
2: poop. Um, wow. The classic catchphrase from that movie. I know catchphrase, yeah. yeah. You know when they had all those character posters from Golden Pond? <laughs> it was like Hepburn, <laughs> she's like, you old poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she
1: sold out. Oh man, was well, she at Madison Square Garden? Huge, man. When you think about Raiders of the Lost Ark and how good it is, and then when you and then you think about this movie, I'm like, does it feel
2: like uh, the King's Speech winning over the Social Network 13 years ago? Perhaps, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, maybe a
1: little bit. I mean, like, the
3: like important movie is always going to win the Oscar, right?
1: Yeah, not yeah. the movie
3: that like culturally everyone really loves.
1: <laughs> I mean, they—they. They, I mean, it's hard for me to say this. The Oscars gets it wrong a lot, but mm.
3: whoa!
1: Um, Mitch,
3: and, please don't know, go out. Sorry. I'm right. Are you You're talking about DCF? Moonlight? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm talking about that one time where they got the envelope yeah, sw- uh, mixed right. up.
3: Dexter was so
1: pissed. <laughs> yeah, <he was laughs> like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I love her, I love
3: That was Jazz.
2: So, And it is—it is sort of Oscar baity in all of its trappings. It's a period piece. It is based on a true story. It's a sports drama. It's an inspirational sports story. It's
3: a drama, period.
2: It's a drama, period. Uh, and it's very British. Yes. and very,
3: very British. It's insanely British.
2: restrained and British in its uh, temperament, even, as a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Following two British athletes in 1924, at the Olympics in 1924, Eric Liddell, devout Scottish Christian, and Harold Abrams, an English Jew, and both of them running... And the way that their faith and oh. identity intersects mm-hmm. with their running. Now, the three of us, we're all runners here in the room. Mm-hmm. That's it's right. something we identify as. Uh-huh. Right. We're all running a half marathon together in a Actually, couple
3: of weeks. I'm doing a full marathon. You're doing the amateur. Yeah, are you only doing a half? Oh,
2: I I, I wanted to ease into it, but I hope to get to where you guys okay. are one
3: day. Call oh, that the slacker race. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: slacker
1: race. The slacker. Oh, the shut-in. Slack the shut-in shut <laughs> marathon. Shut in marathon. Yeah, it's fine.
3: Yeah, why don't you just watch it on TV? Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> might as well. And
1: the
2: the faith content of this movie is mostly with the Liddell character, who is yes. a person
1: in real life. Who, Which, to be clear, I've never. I've never. When we talked about what to, we were talking about. I said, what well, we were you? Oh, sure. We we're going to maybe watch The Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. And then I was like, a part of me was like, man, I can't watch two and a half hours of the, this line talking. <laughs> and so I was like, what? Well, I was like, Googling. That's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. Is it an know? animation thing or just like two? I, I was just like I, I, like I saw it was like two and a half hours. I was like I can't, I can't do this. That.
3: That's longer than this movie was, and it's
1: longer than this movie, but then maybe this movie feels lo- lo- even oh. longer. Uh, but when I was when I, we, we talked a couple movies, and I had never seen like the Ten Commandments or like <laughs> you or, picked or, exclusively for I picked movies. super long Stratious. movies, and then you, like and then you did say the one Bible epics. I'd never seen any of them though, and I hadn't seen oh. *Charities of Fire*. We all know it because of the song, right? But I didn't know how religious it is, and I was kind of satisfied with how, uh, you know, how how. Oh, how I
3: think religious. there's a lot of meat there's there. A, there's a
1: lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of meat food. on the bone.
3: Wait, sorry. Before we move on, can I take us on another side journey, real quick? Of course. I was going to ask you, Mitch, if uh, I don't know if this was like past school age time when this was like a big deal. But when Passion of the Christ came out, was that a big deal?
1: Oh man. For I you just, to go see. Well like I this I so I was in college. I'm an okay. old I feel like an old man. And then also I'm thinking of like the Red Sox and I'm like, we still believe I'm like, that feels almost a little Catholic face. <laughs> <too. laughs> Absolutely um, it is. If I want to talk about what's uh the Jimmy Fallon Red Sox movie. I call oh, it Fever, fever pitch. pitch. Fever pitch. pitch. Yes. Fever pitch. We could have, we could have watched Fever pitch. Yeah um, we should fever pitch. Passion of the Christ I I I think that, like, I was in college, but probably still, you know, was, like, maybe going to church a little bit more regularly. And I – it was – that was, like, a big moment. I went and saw it in college with a couple college friends, and I remember specifically (laughs) the woman sitting in front of us on her, like, cell phone a lot. And this is, like, early, like, flip phone (laughs) cell phone. So she was just
2: going to town on Snake or – She was, like,
1: (laughs) yeah, texting people. And then at the end of the movie, she was, like, full-on bawling, crying. (laughs) And I was like, "That's a very funny thing to like go from one (laughs) end to the other." But like, seeing patches of the Christ also back then, I was like, "Yeah, it's good. It's really good movie." And it's like, you know, like, it's powerful stuff. Your guy, yeah. 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 (laughs) You know what? He he, he might. He can direct. He can direct. He might be the human form of Dexter, but he is. (laughs) Whoa! uh,
2: (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Oh my god. But he can
1: direct. He can direct. No, thank God, Dexter can't
3: leave voicemails.
1: That would be Dexter is beautiful. That would That's I, why
2: he was getting so worked up about the Maccabees the other day. I understand right,
1: right. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because for us, that was like
3: required viewing, you know, when oh, that
1: came out. Okay, it was a yeah. field um, trip.
3: Yeah, we it all was, was almost There's like tied to like you go to church and you also go to see The Passion mm-hmm. of the Christ when it comes it's out. It's really funny like,
1: because like, it's like also gory, too. It's, it's crazy. like, it's like, it's a crazy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The marketing
3: ch- was just so tied to church for us at the time. Of course.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I, and like that wasn't for me, like, there was like a part of me that's like, oh, cool! This is like a cool version of it's this real, story, sure. and yeah, and and <laughs> still being like, you know, like a, still being kind of a believer in God or whatever. But like, also, I was just kind of like, it was just a well done movie. Like, I kind of was more in that yeah, mind I'm- frame at that point. I'd yeah. This it looked, looked pretty. This the could win an Oscar, sort of, yeah. Well,
3: it play, it ties into this movie a lot, because Kevin and I watched it, and you might forget that there's a lot of slow-mo. In
1: oh, yeah. There's so yeah. much
2: slow-mo. And it,
3: and it makes that movie feel...
2: There's <laughs> there's also yeah. a something Picasso scene where it's like Jesus invents a chair. Oh yeah,
3: table <laughs> or table, yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. me. And his mom's like, "This will never take off." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's insane. What are you
1: doing making I, this table? It I maybe have at... never seen it since that the theater yeah, in, in Ithaca, hadn't. upstate New York, um, in Ithaca at the Ithaca Mall. Wow. Uh, but I but I I should rewatch it just because, but I. I, I think at the time I enjoyed it and if I watch it now my thought is that I wouldn't like it but J.C. has never been the same since then not Jesus Christ but Jim Caviezel. oh <laughs> he's no like, he's like he's lost it right isn't he kind oh, of yeah. uh, brought to you by bully. the letter Q yep uh,
2: yeah
3: he like leaned hard into that
2: and, and we really? look forward to covering the sequel whenever that comes out The sequel. Well, yeah, uh, Passion of the Christ too, the sequel where Jesus fights Joe Biden probably in some Wasn't capacity. It, I thought there
1: was is it, there is right? they've been
2: talking about it for like yeah. 15 years or i I thought long that
1: they been. actually like had been filming it, but I guess not. I don't, still. I don't not to my I think
3: They're both just living in a dreamland.
1: Maybe they'll do a Beyonce drop and it'll just like be
3: out on <laughs> HBO Max All tomorrow night. Guess what?
2: That'd be what? so crazy. Gracious, but yes, another <laughs> movie up for uh, awards contention as yeah, well. And yeah. of course, as you pointed out, before. Most people would associate this movie first and foremost with the music, the *Vangelis* theme song, which charted number one on the radio. That's really crazy as a piece of instrumental music. That's and wild. And to be clear, everyone knows what it sounds like, but it's, it's of course the song, and it's just it, it's just a relic from a different time when you, you could put a movie out and the theme, the instrumental theme from the movie, could chart. Well, this
3: what really rocked everyone's shit, mm-hmm. you know, because this sounded like something you hear at the club, and here it is, on this drama <laughs> film, you know. Yeah,
2: this this is what I would prefer to hear at the club. It's just like <laughs> vaguely, wanting, sort of longing music.
1: Really move. It's it is it is crazy that it's like this movie is like this, and then like kind of like eighty synthy s- music here and there, and then also like Gilbert and Sullivan is the other. <laughs> You're right. Half of it. It's like a, yeah. like I was a, su- like a, a like oh, he is an Englishman, which I knew yeah. from like sideshow Bob singing. Maybe is That's how exactly I exactly what I thought. Yeah. Uh, but like I was or Studio
2: like, 60 on the Sunset Strip. Yes. Like <laughs>
1: like all these stupid references I had to, and I was like, oh, I guess this is like a real thing, and uh-huh. this kind of sucks. And but <laughs> that I will say that that song undeniably is a nice little tune. Oh it's yeah. Cool. It's very catchy tune. That
2: was the shallow of 1981. Exactly. From a star is born, but um, it is the most iconic thing about the movie, and it happens immediately, and then a whole movie plays. Yes. (laughs) Like when you think chariots of fire, Mm -hmm. there's no chariots, there's no fire in this movie. You think. Oh, those guys in all white running on the beach to Yeah,
1: it feels like it's going to be at the end. It's like when he's running, you're going to hear that song when yeah. he's winning. And that, does, that doesn't – it's just at the beginning.
2: Well, they kind of do an encore of the first scene of the they movie. They do. Where it's like, yeah. hey, you remember that first part? Looked pretty cool. Pick it out. Let's yeah. do it again. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it still slaps.
2: Now watch this run. <laughs> uh So, yeah, taking place in the 1920s. I thought this movie looked really good. I thought it was very – pretty Mm -hmm. prettily shot beautifully shot rather yeah there's there's like things of
1: of like movies back in the day where it's just like oh this is like they're at a real location and they spent like a lot of money and they're like actually this is like a track filled up with people instead of
3: the the cgi track
1: we would get that like might as well be in episode one it might as well be like the it might as well be the track that Anakin races his pod, like the pod races on. And like, that's like for anything <laughs> yeah. I see now. And it's like, always like it's world war two. And here's like a stadium. And you're like, that looks fake. Right. It looks,
3: I can see the pattern of movement. Yes. There, the, there was one shot where, um, Abraham's is like running towards you or toward the camera. And it's like fully light. Basically. It looks like he's running through light. Cause they're yeah. on the beach and it's reflecting. And then the dogs are coming out after him. And, out yeah. loud, I was like, that is so beautiful. Yay. You know, like it was gorgeous, <laughs> just that moment.
2: But a lot but of right. the a lot of the sort of if we're talking about the faith or the of the religious thrust in the movie, the T L D R of the whole movie is just you follow these two guys. Yeah. One is a missionary who's doing just like a little side quest before he goes on his mission to China. Yeah. Uh China, remember that guy?
1: China. i I love china. I still say china that way <laughs> Hell yeah
2: um and then another is a man who uh abrahams who faces some w- uh, literally light anti-semitism like the british kind of performance of anti-semitism which isn't like you know graffitiing swastikas on his door it's yeah, so no
1: school ties it's like yeah. a, it's 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 like a very light version of yeah. it not to say that any anti-semitism is good but like it like t- it like it took me a while to be like oh he's like mad at these two old guys who are kind of like uh a, a little anti-semitic like you're mm-hmm. kind of I mean I,
3: like I was confused as that scene was happening I was like are they like, like pointing out this Jewishness or is this like about this other thing you know it was it's confusing
1: the movie is confusing I think it's because like they're you're introduced to characters and and then time passes, and then you're also introduced to the Scottish character. So you're introduced to like these three kids whole at school. All whole yeah, the country. All over the country. You're like, what's going on? Is this one of the guys? Like, it's just like not, the characters are not worked <laughs> out. And then the hottest woman strong. you've
3: ever seen is coming on the- strong <laughs> and yellow face. Yeah. Doing that whole thing. Oh, yeah. And when you're they're just supposed like, to are like, damn. Look how
2: hot she is. And it's like the most racist. <laughs>
1: It that
3: was w- shocking.
1: This, this is what I, in my notes, I wrote three little maids, dot, 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 and then the... <laughs> the, yikes. Face, the, the yikes. The yikes face. emoji is the, the face
2: Mitch made.
3: Three little maids yeah. ringing through my ears the rest of the movie. Well, and then also
2: uh, you have the benefit, that is, of course, Abraham's sort of love interest. And then for Liddell... Instead of a love interest, what you get is a sister, sister that you're, you you sense chemistry. Oh my god! And uh, maybe I, there was I some. missed
3: like the beginning of when they introduced her. So genuinely, I, for a while, I thought she was his mom, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, she's too young. And then I was like, oh, she's like his chaste Christian maybe girlfriend someday, his Elizabeth yeah. Elliot. Hell yeah! To his gym, Famous and then missionary. it wasn't until I was like reading the recap later, I was like, his sister. It's, it is his, <laughs> it's his Whoa. His sister. Yeah. And
1: it's so that is so confusing, and also like I was confused because she's like, "You're going to be a missionary," and she was so happy. I was like, "Why is she so happy about that?" Doesn't that mean that they like?
3: Well, yeah. I yeah. didn't realize
1: because he can still as a missionary, you can still get married. I was thinking like oh, in the yeah. Catholic sense, like I was going like like, like, to be like a priest, and he couldn't. And yeah. I was, I was like, "Why is she so?" Yeah, I was like, "Why is she so excited <laughs> about that?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's his sister, and he's listening to his sister way too much throughout this, like." So, I mean, like, look, it's great to listen to your sister, but, like, so much of it, like, the, like... You shouldn't be running on the day of the Sabbath. Is like I'm like sister's guilt on a mountain. Shit, this is fucking bizarre. It was mm. weird. It was yeah, weird. and
3: it, like what brother listens to his sister on that level? Oh, I'm that sorry. level like, that honestly, level. I mean, most I, brothers I think wouldn't.
1: of Jamie
2: and Cersei <laughs> Lannister. They had like a <laughs> really they good were rapport, super close. That's a lot true. of trust there, a that lot of is communication.
3: True. So yeah, both of those ladies just quickly—they are so strange. Like yeah. Sybil is the strangest woman I've ever seen on a film. Like I don't know. <laughs> Where she's from, she's from another planet. Like yes. the way she speaks and moves, bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. She's, and then, a, she's
1: a weirdo. <laughs> she's a weirdo. And then also, but she's, she's
3: like a... perfect supportive girlfriend. Yes. And, and she... then you have roadblock girlfriend sister.
1: Yes, girlfriend sister. <laughs> uh
3: huh.
2: Well. I mean, sister's the sister. ultimate <laughs> roadblock of a girlfriend in my
1: experience. <laughs> even even the the actual girlfriend, Sybil or whatever. Uh, also, I read that they got it wrong. Like the actual
3: sister was supportive.
1: The well, well, the sister was supportive, but then also the woman that he dated was a different Sybil. Like, oh, you, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah,
1: I saw that. They got like her – Like Oh, it, so it,
3: they just researched it, wrong? Yeah,
1: there and oh. there were two Sybil – Anyways. <laughs> That's it, funny. <laughs> but she was weird, and then also that scene where they – and also she's kind of in it, but also kind of not even in it that much. But that scene where they go on a date and – She's like, I'll have the usual, and then he's like, I'll do the same, and then they come, and it's like pig's feet, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, and it's like, you didn't remember that your favorite was pig's feet? <laughs> <laughs> and also, it's yeah. like so weird, whatever. But it, she
3: didn't know he was Jewish until halfway through the date, I think. That, Listen, yes. she's but, not like the
2: other girls. She didn't know he was Jewish. I didn't know Ian Holm was part. Uh, that's right. Part what what what's the nationality of the character?
1: Oh yeah, he, he was he was a
2: Musabini.
1: Yeah, Mussabini. And Afri- oh,
3: he was Italian. And oh right, he was Arabic, Italian. Which they, it's funny because yeah. they
1: don't even like that he's Italian. Right, right. right. And then he's like Arab, I believe. Yeah, And then like they really don't like that. But is Arab. They 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 yeah. And also like Ian Home like doesn't seem that. I guess this is technically after Alien, right? So he has done Alien at this point. But uh, like it's funny that he's like really disguised up in that. Movie. Like it's yeah. it like if you don't know, it's it's hard to tell. It was like
2: that. he was going to a costume party, which right. is it fun. does. It looks
1: he like was, he, was he was going to costume party. the fourth part of
3: Three Maids. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks like he was going to a costume party where the picture would be online and he'd get in trouble. Like, yeah, that's, yeah.
2: That's,
4: yeah. That's. he would have
2: to resign from being <laughs> prime minister or wherever he's from. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's Abraham's running coach, and the whole time you're watching the movie, you're thinking. Okay, here's Abraham's, here's Liddell. One, Liddell's whole thing is he's basically a Christian sports influencer in the 1920s. Oh my God. He goes around and gives sermons about the sort of complementary nature of sports and athletics and God in Christ, in Christianity. He runs for God. Yeah. Long
3: before Tim Tebow ever did a single prayer in the end zone. Yeah.
2: He does the, and you know, there's like (laughs) biblical precedent. Apostle Paul talks about I've run the race well or whatever in the epistles. But and then yeah, pre-fellowship of Christian athletes and this sort of uh, Jesusification of so much of high school athletics and prayer, football games and all this shit. Liddell was on the front lines. He was, and he was saying, I mean, the was what's the quote? I remember? Like the, he feels the pleasure of God. When he runs. And how does he he, run, Caroline? And he runs insane.
1: Caroline's doing, he runs (laughs)
3: insane. I was like, that's the best guy in the world. He runs like a Rick and Morty character. Like his arms are flailing You do have to
1: see it.
2: Arms akimbo. Oh my God. His his face being weird. And, And this was based on, of course, a real life person, Liddell, who did have a sort of silly run. In real life,
1: wow! All right, so they got it right. But But
2: his wife said, "Not that silly." No, sister, or
1: his sister. Wait, what the hell? (laughs)
3: Sister, wife. (laughs) His sister wife said, Not that. She was like, "That's the one thing they didn't get right is he didn't run that ridiculous or whatever." I was like, "Well, dang."
1: I, 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 to sum up this movie, I don't think you have to watch this movie, and then like, if it's, it's basically just kind of like over and over again, just kind of like, like a like I want to be the fastest I want to be the fastest in the world that kind of sounds weirdly like uh the guy from Austin Powers It sounds a little like Austin Powers I was also thinking it sounds like uh what's his name for, in uh in uh the in Inglorious bastards I sound like the Oh Christoph the- Waltz oh, sounds yeah, yeah. like Christoph Waltz I want to but, be like, the fastest I like want in to the be world. the fastest sounds also like that documentary director I'm not getting oh, uh, Herzog? It sounds like Herzog Are we playing it right charades? <laughs> no, but I'm like he's like I want to be the fastest and win the gold and it's like some unfortunate uh, circumstances have arose that's yeah, like the yeah. entire movie that's you're it. like and you're like what's going on why are things not working oh and then Nobody he
3: wants these boys to run
1: No one wants the boys to, but it's also just like confusing and you're like <laughs> seems like they're making their own problems in this movie Like
3: technicalities it, are getting in the way
1: Yes, yeah. yes well, yeah, and and there's this weird. I thought my old British guy was pretty good. I mean, like, it was no, the, the old British good, guy was all right. I'm touching it. the mic. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna cut all of this And up.
3: AI Mike <laughs> is gonna actually really crush that moment. Well, yeah, so don't AI worry Mike about it. Mitchell is going to... All
1: right, yeah, perfect. That'll She'll slay clean it up. In the edit.
2: <laughs> um, but yes, you're right. You are confused about what the stakes are yeah. of the whole thing because there there is this sentiment too of like you're following this guy, then you cut back to this guy. Seems like these twin narratives. Okay, obviously they're going to face off against each other in the Olympics. And this is the problem with any historical drama or based on true events thing, is that you have to have fealty to what actually happened. And what actually happened is kind of like weird. So the the sort of ultimate conflict of the movie, and what I do think is interesting, is that Liddell, as it's established before, when a a little kid's trying to play basketball on the Sabbath, he's like, no, we don't play ball on the Sabbath. Oh, yeah. So later on He's also just kind of dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> well, There's... yeah, the Sabbath. So here because here's the deal like they're going to the Olympics, they don't find out until the night before and they're on the boat. Oh, guess what? You're a hundred meter race or whatever it is. That's actually on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Liddell's like,
4: Sunday?
2: Yeah. Which is a huge problem because you don't play ball on the Sabbath. So then it mm-hmm. becomes this sort of narrative of faith belief as protests from participating in sports, which, like, I think the closest modern-day analog you could give, which is not, you know, the same weight at all, is Kaepernick. Kaepernick protesting, kneeling for the, you know, for the American Flag Pledge of Allegiance stuff Mm -hmm. in the NFL because of his belief about police brutality and as an act of protest. In this movie, Liddell's protest of, like, I cannot... You know, spoil my knickers and yeah. run a race on the Sabbath because it's the Lord's Day. You do wonder because, I and maybe this is my own bubble and maybe your own being raised Roman Catholic, I don't remember that being part of the deal. It
3: wasn't that big a deal. No. So yeah, it's a day of rest and go to church if you can. Yeah, kids
1: would play around after church, right? It's not like you, could, yeah. like you couldn't well, do anything. My
3: takeaway is like Liddell and his family, like they're not just Christian. They're like kind of weird Christian, you know? Yeah. like. <laughs> I they're think a you're little right. weird, like they're Their a little extreme. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the extreme, yeah, you know, sister wife thing. Mm. I think they're evangelical, like even in the 20s, which is like doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And and then he, they are going to be missionaries in China. Yeah, which yeah. at that time, especially even now, it's kind of dangerous. At the time, very very. It's crazy, very hardcore I'm, Christian. <laughs> so that's why I think, like, his whole Sabbath thing, they set it up, yeah, as this, like, really aspirational, like, sports, like, mm-hmm. standing up for what you believe in. But anyone who's even Christian would be like, I would just run it. Like, it's not that big a yeah, deal. Yeah. You it's know? Not that,
1: it's not that big. And also, like, the it,
3: Prince of Wales has to get involved in this. Like, are we serious?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's, it's crazy. And, and also, I'm, um, I don't, I don't do stuff on Sunday, but it is like, I think after church, it would be great. Wait, so, you observe the Sabbath? <laughs> I, I kind of do. Back
3: Liddell. Like,
1: not in, unintentionally observe the Sabbath because I like, but also, like, I'm watching football, I'm doing whatever. Right. But I like, it is funny that, like, Sunday after church, when you were done with church, it would be so great to, like, not have church and then you go home and do nothing. But I like, <laughs> like, like on Sundays now, I think it has come over to, like, where I'm like, I'm not doing anything on Sunday. So, I do get the feeling of not wanting to do anything on Sunday but if I had to do something on Sunday I would do it. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. Liddell not-
3: was coming more from like I need my piece. You yes. know like self care Sunday. <laughs> he was being
1: a little extra
2: about it and you're right like as opposed to like again with the contrast of like what Kaepernick's kneeling for it feels like abundantly clear and evident and in this in this movie I'm like I guess I get it but yeah. it feels so perfunctory or ritualistic That it's hard to impute, like, what a courageous act and brave stance. And eventually, it just works out. They're like, oh, we'll just switch you around and you do this race instead. Bring
3: a backup in.
1: Everybody, literally everybody wins and it all works out. The fancy British guy who had only gotten a silver. So I, I like, looked up because a lot of the people are real people. And also, do you remember how there's just, like, that one character who's like writing to his mother. Aubrey? Yeah. And then Yeah, the,
3: we never get to forget about Aubrey for some reason. Aubrey's
1: deal. Uh, what are the, why are we hearing Aubrey's note to his mom? Oh, Who the, the fuck time. is Aubrey? He's the
4: worst. And
1: then also, well, the funny thing is to me is that the the fancy British guy who's like, you can take my spot and I I already won the silver medal. Mm-hmm. That's based on two people. And both the people, the both of the people that it's based on are, like, be- won gold medals than any of the other guys, like, than- more than Liddell and the other oh, guy. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was like, this, this guy's seems more interesting. Yeah.
3: Well, and the other thing about Liddell versus Abrahams is, like, Abrahams is running in order to combat racial prejudice and yeah. basically to, like, pave the way, I think, for himself, but also, like, his entire people sure. to, like, prove legitimacy in the highest realms of, like, British mm-hmm. fancy boyness. ness mm-hmm. yeah. You know? And that- <laughs> Previously right. uncharted territory, I guess. You're right. And that might have been important to him for a lot of different reasons, but it mm. feels like a billion times more noble than like yes. legalistic Christian rule-bound guy, you know? And
1: then again, and once again, don't worry, because they don't race each other. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, they really <laughs> will
3: never, ever have to face. If anything, the biggest rivalry is him and the American yes. who is also a Christian.
1: And also the American
3: Gives them a nice the, note.
1: I gotta say, hey, the Americans are much cooler. The two, They're so the, cool. The American dudes are, and also I looked up them and they also I think have won like more gold medals than the <laughs> other guys. Um, like we like, were dealing with like losers. Most, who we was the with the 19, losers.
3: twenty-four? Uh, let's pick the three guys didn't win or <laughs> started low. These are the stories of I, our time. I do wonder
2: because Liddell <laughs> was kind of. I don't know. He he was notable, I think, because he died so early. Yeah, he and, was. He became. Tragically, a, he in did China. become
1: a a Christian missionary and then did die in, mm-hmm. a camp. in China in a camp. Oh yeah. wait, no,
3: he didn't die. I think he was in a camp, but he died from like a brain tumor.
1: Yeah, that's sad. But he but it was like it was fu- it seemed fucked up. And but yeah, I mm-hmm. got two. I got one comment and then a question. Oh sure. My it. comment is. The champagne when the guy is jumping over the hurdle. Oh my god, and that was cool. champagne, <laughs> that's cool. The that is cool. I like it. I
3: have ever seen. I a love slow-mo that
1: slow shot of champagne Ugh. spilling on a hurdle. Yeah, his
3: butler set it up.
1: Yeah. But also, like awesome. then that guy gets silver. Like he comes in second, but like you're not even sure if he's too sad. He gives his spot to Liddell, so you're like. And you're like, why did we see the thing where he did the champagne thing? Is it to show that that's why he came in second or something? Like, I don't yeah. understand why you don't the understand champagne why was you see spilt. A, yeah. You don't, you don't understand why you see a lot of stuff. And then and my question is, is that was Ian Holm connected to Liddell? Was he like Liddell's trainer at one point and then became Abrams uh Abraham's uh trainer or no? There was that one montage where it's it so, seemed to be
2: cutting back and forth. But I think the primary relationship was mm-hmm. with, was with Ab- Abrahams, right? Okay, I was, Abrahams. I was
3: reading about this. and right? Yeah. Like, is that true? Liddell actually did know, what is his name, Musabini, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in real life, okay. they knew each other. And I think he actually introduced him to Abrahams.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Like, oh, no, I'm in sorry. In the movie, it was they li- just...
3: Yeah, they just don't cover that. Okay. L-
1: Liddell and Abraham's were friends in real life at one point. Yeah, it seems like they became.
3: Well, they were friends. on the team together. They're
1: on the team together. Yeah. yeah, and this isn't explained totally, but Musabini
2: is banned from the. That was the other thing. It yes. was like,
3: is he just not want to be there? Is he like <laughs> no. racism? Question mark. You got yeah.
2: drunk and peed
1: <laughs> in like the stands, he, like he g- was almost like he was almost like it's good though. You're like, huh?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, i like, like it better this way? No, I like it. Is he sad? It's fun.
1: <laughs> is Liddell related? Is Chuck Liddell the fighter related to the Liddell in our story? Is he I like a descendant? Wonder if he Chuck is. Liddell's Scottish. Is his son. Is. Very old. Oh, I was
3: writing down the um, nicknames at one point because so. I thought they were so fun. One was like the Wings of Scotland, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, oh, the California Cannonball and the New York Thunderbolt. That's fun. I'd be the Pasadena poof. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'd be the Pasadena pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's okay. And I own that. Chasing it. I will say, and I'll I'll be annoying a little bit and talk about my own experience as a runner, because I do enjoy running. And yeah, I, did
3: this hit for you? Well, I remember,
2: here's what I'll bring it back to. I remember... Be I mean, the Los
1: Feliz shut-in. Sorry. I,
3: <laughs> yeah, I just didn't yeah. have one. Sorry, Mitch, we didn't get to you. <laughs> Los yeah. Feliz
1: <Files> Loser? Los <laughs> Feliz Loser. There we go. I had, uh, I had, no, I had does I, I needed work. alliteration.
3: <laughs> Los Feliz. <laughs> line (laughs) Oh, for w Oh,
1: right. You're going to go F. Uh, Yeah.
3: And because cats like to be inside.
2: (laughs) When I started, when I first started going to therapy many years ago, Mm -hmm. like a decade ago, I remember the first guy I saw was someone who was uh, a therapist and very professional, very great, and saw him a long time, but he was also a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I remember with the stuff I was dealing with at the time, I would sometimes confess to him in sessions, I feel guilty because... And this is like part of this whole journey and deconstruction of faith. But I remember saying, I feel guilty because I feel like the thing that I'm supposed to feel in like a faith context or a a desire for God or whatever you want to call it, I don't feel it in that. But then Mm. when I run and when I jog and when I exercise, I I was like, I (laughs) feel like an an endorphic sort of rush or high or euphoria that feels... Very, whatever That's you want to cool. call it, divine or something. Yeah. And and I was I was looking at this contrast of like, well, that should be over here, right? It shouldn't be this. It should be this. And he's like, no, that doesn't matter. Like that is, and he quoted Chariots of Fire. No way. Wow. And he said like, in Chariots of Fire, you should watch it. It's a really good movie. And he would wow. always like, he would always. <laughs>
3: And you said, thanks, Doc. Not gonna see that for another seven (laughs) years. (laughs)
2: Ten years later. Wow. Or whatever. Also, sometimes I would (laughs) I would go to sessions and he would uh he you know, he would be crossing his legs like I'm crossing them now, and you would see a little sock, and then it'd be like Spider-Man on his socks, Uh, or like all the droids from Star Wars. So he'd he'd be like, Hey, did you see the new what am I? Guardians. Or- <laughs> so it was a man with taste. But I, I just remember that as a memory of of like kind of the, the linking up of those two things mm-hmm. of of like any sense. Of, and, and what I liked about kind of the text of this movie too, which is like anything that is you doing something to the best of your ability and greatness. And this is just like seriously fellowship of Christian athletes one-on-one stuff. Mm-hmm. But that the pleasure you derive out of that is – some sort of, whether you want to call it the pleasure of God, but but some sort of like divine thing being channeled. It's like when you're sure. connected to this larger thing, you feel like a vessel of another thing that's not fully inside of you, but, but something that you're just a part of.
1: I get that. I, I, I also, I rode crew in college, and I didn't love it. And I liked a couple of the guys, but like a lot of the guys were like, annoying and failed athletes mm-hmm. i feel like mm-hmm. and i was doing it to just get in shape but it made my dad and mom very proud which is also kind of tied into like mm-hmm. i want to make them proud and i didn't want to fail out of school so sure. it was like kind of a good military school experience but i was watching this movie and i was like i bet you like the crew guys would have loved this movie and i probably would have just been like yeah it's good because like there are just a lot of i could relate to a lot of the th- and a lot of the things you're saying too and there is like you know, when after you've done a race or whatever and like a Saturday morning, there is like a euphoric feeling and, and you know, it is kind of it does kind of make you feel close to sure. some sort of higher power yeah. when you're you know, like there is like a you're on like a weird level and I like and that's I feel like that's what some of those guys are talking about, I don't know if I agree with it. You know what I mean? When he's like, yeah. I, I feel God in me when I'm running. I'm like, yeah, it's just like a runner's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's the whole thing. Is like well, You
3: guys it, aren't running like this. It's
1: completely. Yeah, you true. really
3: <laughs> got to get your tongue out to like feel Woody it.
1: Like coming <laughs> out of Andy's room trying to hide. <laughs> like Kermit
3: when he's excited. It is Kermit <laughs> when he's
1: excited. It is Kermit. It makes
3: sense to me, honestly, that like this guy felt that a lot of athletes like describe this, what you're describing too, because like... <laughs> It makes sense that when you're the most connected with your body and your body is doing something so intense mm. that it's just like you're in this fine point where all you're focusing is like your body and your mind to keep your body moving like mm. that makes sense that that could feel really spiritual you know yeah. and like really special do you
1: have podcasting something? for me yeah I was gonna ask if I'm yours podcasting. was podcasting, yeah. podcasting. Like, when you sit down in the chair in the studio it's like <laughs> that's when I was a young kid setting up the microphones <laughs> dreaming like you were saying dreaming dun, dun, of being dun, I had dun, 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 I had my dun, little Kermit and my Kermit the frog stuffed dun, animal in the here so next to me. Oh. And now I work with the human of yeah. the Kermit of Humans, <laughs> Nick Wiger. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <no way. laughs> I mean, cool. Yeah. I guess I see he's trying to keep it yeah. together, I guess. Wait, wait, yeah, Thank you same. for <laughs> putting the song under the <laughs> <me and laughs> yeah, no talking about. <laughs> The
3: athleticism of <laughs> radio broadcasting. When my body is just puddled in a couch, you know, and I feel like Ugh, when I gotta get up afterward, that's when I feel. That's God. the pleasure
1: of God. <laughs> there would be. I mean, there and it is funny because, like, like a, a actually a song that Nick will use in uh in when we do live shows. Like, like crew guys would listen to like Promontory, and I like like that song from Last of the Mohicans, mm-hmm. and like we'd watch Rocky. And there are things that like it does work. You know, like you, there are things where you're like. I'm hyped up to get to this level or yeah. whatever, but like it did just remind me of the past where I'm like, I don't want to, like I like I don't want to do that. I wouldn't run for God. I don't <laughs> want to run for anyone. <laughs> I'd run for an emergency. I would run if like I had to run, uh-huh. but I'm uh-huh. not. I don't. Yeah, I'm a walk man now. That's why I'm I'm
2: walking. I love walk. Well, you're gonna, as you said in our off mic conversation, Caroline, you found out via a TikTok doctor that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. running ages you. Running yeah, ages yeah, yeah.
3: You. he was like, there's a lot of things that can age you. One thing is running long distances all the time. And he's like, you look at runners, they're like gaunt and old. And that's
1: because <laughs> Devin, you're going to look, look like shit from the <laughs> yeah. run. It's going to happen. can explain
3: like how they're correlated, like why running makes you <laughs> the old beach. But Yeah, every time I was, I, like, I was so going to say, every time I run a
2: marathon, it's like going to the beach for yeah. like an hour. Yeah, yeah, I was
3: like, is it because your face is getting like, Drag because you're bouncing, or is it the sun? Like, I don't really know, but I know it's happening, and I'm seeing in you already. Actually, oh my god, you look about 55. Well, they hey, gotta do
1: young, they gotta do a beach that's the, they gotta that do makes the young. You young. Yeah, they gotta do young beach. Well,
3: I mean, and I've, I've, uh, that's called Beverly Hills. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I think
2: I've pitched this to Caroline privately, but you know, old was great. We all love old yeah. masterpiece. It's a shame that it didn't launch a cinematic universe. Of beaches. Yeah. So there's like high, the beach that you go to and it makes you high and you get higher and higher every hour. They're fat, fat, scary. Fat, the beach beach is good. Yeah, where it's like you gain 10 pounds every 15 minutes. Thinner beach,
1: like thinner beach is good too. The skinny beach. Yeah. Yeah. Then loud, the beach that makes you tired. That's all beaches for me. Uh, they could have gone in a lot of different directions. The beach that I... makes you mean. That's good. <laughs> sure. Beach like that. makes you
3: smart. That would be cool. You get really smart by but
2: the end of
1: the day. The sequel? Dumb.
3: Yeah. <laughs> beach that makes you dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and no one would ever figure it out. <laughs> smart beach, you'd want to stay on, I guess. Like, yeah. a, it's like, a, I guess a few of these beaches you'd maybe want to stay on. But then you on. could get too smart. But then the <laughs> thesis of that
2: movie is ignorance is bliss. And you get so exactly. smart that it like all so just sad. feels like too suffering. Much. Yeah. And
3: but you probably get like so pain. smart
1: that like you'd probably figure out the way out pretty quick. Yeah. That's you'd fair. You'd probably be out of there like pretty detached. quickly. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. You'd outsmart the beach.
1: Yeah. Oh gosh! Anything Whoa. else to say about this uh, interesting movie? I have like. I, I have like ten notes. Should I just say that? Yeah. yeah.
3: Anything you want to
1: add? Opens in a church. A good sign.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Any
1: movie that opens in a church, you know, you're in for a good time. Oh yeah. Man, the song happens so fast. We went over that. Um, and I said, I like that they said splendid for real. Which I actually, as the movie went on, I take that back, and then and I said I also liked that they were playing cricket inside. And once it goes like once they're like splendid, I was like, yeah, that's funny. And then I was like, this is like the whole movie is like them talking like weird British dudes, um, uh, like non humans, and then the chubby dad from the Potter movies, or more importantly from Naked Gun Two and a Half. Were you you talking about Richard Richard Griffiths, the Bell Master Mm -hmm.
3: or whatever? Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah. he was only
1: in it for just a second, but. Um Kenneth
2: Branagh was in it for
1: point five seconds. It, yeah. Very quickly. Puro himself. Mm-hmm. Puro? Poirot himself. Puro. Poirot. Poirot. Poirot Poirot. Poirot. I wrote, We're in Scotland now question mark because I was confused. Um, and then uh, also there's a scene where L- L- Liddell winks at like a little girl and it freaks her out. Uh <laughs> the three little cute. maids uh thing, and then uh <laughs>
3: Three little maids, three, little, three little
1: mates. mates. And, and they're all like, crazy. oh whoa, God. Machi Machi,
2: who's that?
1: And then the one dude who runs weird. We just, we've also talked about this. And then why uh but the one thing, this is this is what I um my my last note is it's also hard to follow. Oh, I just meant the movie itself is hard to follow. But yeah. my second to last note is the most important one, because I don't okay, think. Please. I want to. I wanted to say because I don't think anyone's ever said it before. Chariots of Fire is mid. And I don't know <laughs> if anyone's ever said. I don't know if anyone's ever said the sentence. Oh Chariots God. of Fire is mid. This
3: is like a Garden State moment, you uh, know, where it's like, at no moment in time has n- someone done this wow. no exact no motion. No, <laughs> Chariots is think, mid.
1: I don't think anyone has ever said Chariots of Fire I is pull up, mid. I follow up like
3: 25 TikToks or some like 14-year-old <laughs> Say, says that. Chariots of Fire is mid.
1: It's me. <laughs> it's Kevin. And then well. also... I this is the first time I'm saying mid, so I think that like ever I, I don't know if I've ever said mid except maybe I've said it trying jokingly it on before. For size. Yeah, I'm it trying feels, it out for. I
3: think it feels it feels right coming out of you. I think I it's feels, okay. It
1: feels pretty comfy. Yeah,
3: yeah. I've oh, tried no. out mid a handful of times. You're
2: you're gonna be saying it for decades to come. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the, this is the, the one piece of internet speak I've held on to, maybe mm. past its expiration date. Winning. No. That's good. No, not <laughs> yeah, epic win or epic
1: fail or whatever. China. Soss. You said that one earlier.
2: That's that's just a country, What guys. was it? It was,
1: you hate to see it. Ah, uh, you hate to see it.
2: Everyone you used do. to say you hate, see you hate to see it. Yeah. Do you hate to see it in 2023? TBD.
1: Mm. That's giving me life. That's good. Get- that's another one. It's <laughs> literally giving me <laughs> like. I can't even think of another and one. And we're here. For. Well,
3: I can't even. That's one. Oh, sure. oh, there we go. I literally can't <laughs> it's even. Coming out of you. All the feels. Chariot of Fire is mid. Agree. Honestly.
1: That's daddy. Is that a thing? Isn't that a. That's uh, daddy. Or is. Yeah. that's
3: daddy
1: don't they say that (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: but they go that's daddy
1: (laughs) no that's you jacking (laughs) off (laughs) sorry Dex I woke him up (laughs) that's daddy I want to get it I was saying I I just I mentioned the word comfy and also I just want to say like a lot of the stuff looks uncomfortable they're wearing like Full full on, full on suits when they like run, basically. Oh,
2: see, unfortunately, I don't know what this says about me, but I was like, that looks pretty cool.
1: It does look, that looks looks cool, but it's just like Oxford fashion ass I was, oh, I thought the
3: fashion was fantastic, but running in suspenders and wool pants. Yeah, they
1: have like wool, they have like wool under suits on always. It just seems, it's just funny. They have like, yeah, this You do
3: wonder Mm -hmm. if like
2: you took basically the same events Mm -hmm. that happened in real life, adapted in a different way, and the, gentleman who directed this, who's still with us, he's 86 years old, a man named Hugh Hudson. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an adult film actor. I but guess. And he's 86, so maybe he, maybe he still got it. I don't know. But you do wonder, in the hands of a different director, mm-hmm. if with a little more pizzazz, a little more shaving off the bits, a little less uh, Three Little Maids, <laughs> if there is something where it's like if you made the fulcrum of all the conflict, mm-hmm. this weird religious identity thing, rather than they were almost going to compete and they're kind of adversaries and they do run one race against each other. One of them loses, and the other one wins, you know, if, if you just like timed it and played a little more fast and loose with the facts. But at this point, you know, um, Abrahams had passed away just years before this came out. He passed away yes, in 78, yeah. this movie comes out in 81. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like his death is like, okay, well...
1: To honor his life, we have to be very accurate about it. But the, the, the and that's, and that's, that's, they're at Abraham's funeral in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So this is like almost, it's almost modern day, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. a few years before. Okay. The
3: fan favorite Aubrey is there at the funeral. <laughs> so <laughs> happy to see him again. Yeah, we get to
1: see people in like bad old makeup <laughs> too. The is, fan um, cams of
2: Aubrey back <laughs> in 1978 were incessant. unreal. But yeah, you do wonder if it's like, like the themes here are interesting. and And I'm interested in like, Identity versus sports, and like a kind of sure. weird twist on like a anti climax of an inspirational sports movie, but it is just done in the stuffiest, yeah, most British of ways.
3: Most male, yeah, dudes, dudes? bound in well, this. I'd you say.
1: see some butt. <laughs> what you're saying, though, and even honestly, like what, like what you're saying has made like that has made up some of the best movies of all time, and even ones. I mean, like. And I would say, like, Rocky is a very male movie, but then also, like, it feels even less of a male movie than this movie does. Yeah, so yeah. Feel like this feels like you're in a boarding school. When, yeah. I, when I when I was done with it, it did, I did have the sense of, like, and maybe it's because they end on church, too, basically, but I was like, it does feel, well, they end on them running, but they're leaving, the old makeup men are leaving church. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it does feel like this is, like, like a, there is kind of, like, there is a vibe of I just went to church watching this movie. There is a yeah. slight vibe. I got it. Yeah, it feels like a that. sermon example where it's like, yeah. listen, we yeah. all
2: remember Liddell, who, you know, and that uh, that the one speech Liddell he gives. Did into, the thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's his first Eric name? Liddell Eric Liddell did the Liddell thing. Did
2: the thing. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Ian Charleston, who also very tragically passed away at a very young age. Yeah,
1: I was looking at that. I was. He passed, passed away at R. age
2: forty. He passed away of AIDS, and he very specifically wanted people to know that he passed away of that to raise awareness of it, wow. yeah. and for the cause. and And he was a, a venerated stage actor as well as um, film actor, obviously. But he said he studied the Bible very intensively mm. for the role, and that he wrote part of the speech that he gives to the you know the lookers on. In the rain at the track. And there are, there's like, you know, two and a half little sermons, sermonettes, unless uh-huh. he does an Isaiah 40 reading. With wings like eagles, or soar. blah blah blah. So there's like a lot of what you're talking about. Like, oh yeah, you're kind of sitting in the pew
1: yes. for this movie. You, you yeah, feel, yeah, it yeah. feels like it, yeah, it feels like a little Sunday afternoon. It's uh-huh. I shouldn't have been watching it.
3: It's, Honestly, <laughs> you <have> been <laughs> it's what the
1: Protestants would call
2: safe for the mission trip bus trip, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, what VHS are you going to bring? Remember, That's great. You're going to bring Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. See Ian Holm. Maybe an Ian Holm double feature. You you put on Fellowship it. and then you put on Chariots of Fire. Yeah. And yeah that such is the case with the movie
1: it's it's one I have a question is Liddell buried next to his sister? <laughs> And it's like a thing where, like, the wife is like, well, she's like in another plot. Weird. She's like, oh, this sucks. They were really close. Cool. <laughs> All right. And I get I between I'm just, that. I guess I'm so. I don't over get here. Scottish people. Whatever.
3: That's Scottish
1: thing. <laughs> I'd give it, if I, if I was giving, if I was scoring this on little piggly wiggly, on toes. On toes. Ten oh, toes. sure. I think I would ten go. Toes. I would say two and, uh, or if it was out of 10 toes, I think I'd go five toes. Well,
3: which or ones? T-
1: five is better because I was going to say two and a half toes and a half toe. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, you know we do five
3: whole toes. We five
1: do- whole toes out of ten whole toes. <laughs> five whole toes out of ten whole toes. Five whole toes. Whole toes. We do have a sort of rating
2: system on this
1: show. Oh shit! I'm sorry. That we do. No, it's okay. It's all good. I'm glad that I got my 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 foot. I'm glad for that yeah, too. But
3: I think this is good too because we'll have a rating that just hits exactly that spot you're trying to <laughs> go for. I,
2: I think we will. I yeah. I think you're gonna like it. The way it works on this show. So we give it a holy toast or a holy roast the holy oh, toast man. is the thumbs up that's when we send it to heaven okay where the angels will be toasting it with champagne forever or holy roast that's when we send it down
1: <laughs> or you did you did it uh, what is it called I forget the name I see this is how bad I am at internet <laughs> speak you did the dip you did that little the uh, the dip when you, the dip you I did this thing I... what is it oh, called Oh, the dab Dab. Oh, this? It's a dab, not oh, a
3: dip. D- <laughs> That was your daddest moment I, I of the podcast, I feel like a grandpa. <laughs>
1: they did the I feel dip. like I was with these guys <laughs> when they ran the race. What's that
2: ice cream dip and dabs?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or,
1: Mitch, we do have in honor of, you know. came over when he thought I was a, an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, he
2: needs protecting. Dexter came over to Dexter me. Uh, palliative <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> in honor of purgatory, we do have, if it's not quite a toast, it's not quite a roast. We have...
3: The space between.
2: I
4: love that.
3: We do have that.
2: <laughs> I love that. And Caroline, we start with you.
3: Um, This is a tough one. I think that when you said mid, that that really sat right with my spirit after watching this movie because I felt like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, I should be inspired, you know? And there were moments where I was inspired. And then I would see uh, Sybil the the maid doing her thing and i'd be like i'm i'm thrown you know i'm not really sure if she's who i'm trying to be in this life and um but then i'm saying abraham's just telling him you and your prep school boy rules they don't fool me and i was like that's cool you know so i think that i'm going to give it a space between actually
1: wow wow okay wow. we
2: turn it to mitch
1: take it away like like i said I, i'll stop touching the mic like I said Never stop. Like I know I s- you feel the pleasure
2: of God when you touch that mic. I do I do feel the pleasure of God
1: when I touch the mic. When I talk into the mic, uh, <laughs> when I'm when I'm potting. Um <laughs> you know, and also you know when you run this is something you know. Sure. When you like run marathons, do your toenails fall off? Just speaking of toes.
2: Well, I'm gonna be
1: honest with you. Sorry, just, I, uh, just I'm just I'm just telling the truth because I know people who ran I'm the Boston Marathon.
2: I've never the run a full marathon, mm-hmm. and I've never run a half marathon. The one in a in a week is the first one I've ever run, so I'll find out. Let's say maybe say joy goodbye those, to some toenails when those joy little those, piggies start squealing. I I'm going to think of you.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> might be falling off. Um, I I got to go. The space between because <laughs> I. One love dave Matthews band done ironically, mm-hmm. uh I get made fun of a lot for it, but I love Dave Matthews band, and I think it is so right down the middle. It is like a, it's a five full toes out of ten, two point five toes after a marathon um, but I think that it's it's just like completely whatever i like I don't hate it, I don't think it's bad. Um, but I it does feel like it, it. There is that vibe of like, hey, I just got out of church, which I kind of did enjoy almost. But uh, for mm. me, is that
2: interesting? He enjoyed it. It is it. the
1: space between, and also I used to like pray to go to purgatory. So just so you know that, <laughs> why? Why <Just, laughs> purgatory? Because I like knew I couldn't go to heaven. You're indecisive. I feel like I'm going like, go to go to purgatory. yeah, exactly. I I see your logic. So the space between space, space between for the movie and for mm-hmm. me someday, hopefully.
2: Hey, hey, yeah. fingers crossed. That's We're that's all hoping for trying. that. I, I will join in the chorus and make it a unanimous wow. space between. Just because I, I loved so much of the aesthetics of the movie. I mm-hmm. love the choice to make it very synthy, like the weird Gilbert and yeah. Sullivan mixed with synthesized to fuck, like Blade Runner, same composer, Vangelis, who yeah. recently passed away. Um, that that's like a cool idea to set something in the 1920s to very 1980s music.
1: And it is weird now seeing it now in like 40 years later, and you're mm-hmm. like, it all seems old now. So it's like just a mashup of old weird stuff. But the Gilbert and Sullivan stuff is always just yeah. funny to me. That that's like a big part of the movie is that this guy also just likes to so sing Gilbert much and singing. Sullivan. Yeah, we yeah. didn't
3: even touch that. Yeah. Right? yeah, well, yeah.
2: Gilbert and Sullivan, especially in Britain in the 1920s, that was their dojo cat. Yeah, you know, we do need to understand that to contextualize <laughs> that <laughs> Their properly. Hair mm-hmm. And yeah. and yeah, it was Doja and Styles, Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, it no. just seems such a boring like. It's like the first day of school. It's like race until the 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 bell tolls twelve, and you're great. like that. And that is it's, I kind of it, love a, that. that I, was I, fun. Don't get me wrong; it's a great moment.
3: But, but it's I'm like, so British.
1: But I'm just, and I'm also just like, is this, what, like this is what, this sucks. This, <laughs> this, this is what they sucks. do? <laughs> My great grandpa, fucking boring ass dude. I'm sure of it. It's yeah, pretty. and
3: they were trying to always give us crap about podcasting.
2: <laughs> it was either this or the Jesus line, you know? So that that's the sort of devil's bargain that you yep. picked. That's true. The um, lion, the mage in the wardrobe. So
3: You give it a mid, <laughs> too. Yeah. I got to say one thing else about this movie that I related to is they talk about the way of the amateur... Um, at the prep school, when they're telling Abraham's, like you can't hire a coach because it's unsportsmanlike. It gives you a competitive edge. Oh, interesting. And that's yeah. I think the approach that you and I like to take. To we our try to keep yeah. our podcasting in the amateur zone. Way of the amateur, keep things fair. As a tribute
2: to the British culture exactly. of the 1920s, I've, I've, actually, I've actually
1: coached like um, a. <laughs> your coach? Yeah, Marin. You could have coached um, me. Marin's you, your guy. Yeah. Marin's coach. You're me. his Musabini. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Marin is <as> your Musabini. <laughs> Baron is my Musabini. Actually, That's that, that makes That's epic win.
3: Yeah. That is, no, <laughs> Kevin.
1: That's very, literally giving You went me to the life.
3: beach that makes you regress. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, there's so many, like, ingredients in this movie that I find fascinating, but the dish they made is just, like, it's not bad. It doesn't taste
1: like crap. No, no. But it's not one I would order again. Mm-hmm. It certainly should not have been. Indiana Jones. Raiders, Raiders, of Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark. What happened? Raiders of the Lost Ark. The I don't music know. music
3: and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let's talk about iconic there.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, we could have just covered that because it is the whole, like... Oh, yeah. The yeah arc we could have, covenant. have um, yeah, you gotten
3: the technicality.
1: You that in the back door.
2: <laughs> yeah. Are you looking forward to watching uh, someone with Harrison Ford CGI'd face on them ride a horse uh, in a couple of months? And
1: <laughs> Indiana Jones on the dial of I'm nervous. I'm really nervous about it. Where are they going to find a 75
3: year old stuntman?
1: Well, the stuntman doesn't
2: have to be 75. His
3: physicality has to be. You know, you can
2: you can act as
1: an older man, even as a younger man.
3: I'll be able to tell.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna not. I'm no. I'm not gonna like it. I mean, I didn't like the new Star Wars. You know this about me. I don't like. I don't. I haven't liked so many new things. I'm not gonna like this new
2: one. Did you like the new Chucky? The new Child's Play?
1: Which one? The, the the one that
2: came out like three years ago. Not the one where he's like trans lives are human lives on the like sci-fi channel. That one I love.
1: <laughs> that that one I do genuinely love because the, the creator of it is that guy, Don Mancini, who is like who is like the original creator. Oh, and he actually is he is progressive in like many That's good. That's nice. Life. But the new one I didn't like. The the robot Chucky. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the robot Chucky. Oh
3: yeah. Siri you know
1: Chucky. Siri Chucky. You know what? I don't like Megan either.
3: <gasps> Whoa, wow, I know, I'm sorry, brave. That's brave Caroline's favorite aloud. movie of 2022. Well, okay, no, it wasn't, <laughs> it was number five, and it was also, it felt like it was. in I, yes, I understand.
1: Know? So, <laughs> that's all. Oh, yeah, it came out technically it's, this year, yes. but okay, it's right on the border. Uh, Meg Threegan, or is it me? Me Threegan. Me Threegan. Me Me Mithrigan. 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 That sounds Mithrigan. like, a, sounds like a character, someone's character sister in this movie. In yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Come here, Me I love you. Yeah. I love you. You're my we
3: can't get married until after the race.
2: <laughs> so once again, from all three of us, that is a unanimous.
3: Woo! That's a nice little harm. Yeah
2: get to do that oh boy okay well listen it's it's time to wrap things up Mitch we're bringing it down to a more sad. worshipful yeah. more contemplative
1: space yeah I think so yeah. but then now I've kind of gone back on that. Is this is this the soundtrack to Friday Night Lights
2: it kind of sounds like it it yeah. sounds very uh,
1: um,
2: explosions Wh- in the sky core
1: which would be I mean like for that show that would work too it's like right they're religious right in oh, the yeah, town there's yeah. a
2: lot of Christianity stuff remember when uh Mika Kelly dates a pastor. Oh, right. In like season two or three. That's Are you be real? being
3: real. I'm sorry, Wait, Mitch. is it time to be oh, real? Okay. I was un- not consented. Wait, let do me, you want to do it again? Okay, up. yeah, here, sit up.
1: I, I probably looked like shit. All right, here <laughs> we go. Be real, be help. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Oh. But is the
1: be real usually like you don't know what's happening? It's um, different every day. Okay, all right. So it's different kind of like a dip. Yeah. All right, use the better one. It's
3: like a dip. No, this was a good one.
1: Yeah. And then
2: one of Carolyn. Right? And Emma, keep all this in. Thank Feel you, Emma.
3: <laughs> Everyone loves to know. Thank to you, Emma.
1: Guys. Hi Emma. So Thank you, Mitch. Has to listen to me twice in a week. <laughs> Sucks for her. <laughs> <For> three times. <laughs> yeah, three times. She's gonna be yeah.
3: dreaming in Mitch.
2: <laughs> listen, we're we're dimming the lights in here, we're lighting the candles and mm. taking into a more worshipful, contemplative space and and other also, shows.
1: I'm opening up the DVD player, I'm putting back in chariots of fire. <laughs> Watch the whole thing again yeah. with you guys right now see, see
2: what you missed the first time around <laughs> yeah,
3: there's more to it
2: Yeah, Who was actually related to who and not a spouse <laughs> of who <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: And on other shows you might uh, Plug yourself or your projects But we're not here to do that on this show We're here mm-hmm. to lift those things up to the Lord Including maybe something That you want to lift up In secular culture The last great thing you watched, that you read, that you listened to mm-hmm. That you have seen And we'll start With Caroline I'll show you how it's done. Um, oh. I watched this drive. You
3: cannot not watch this drive. Uh, if you want to go to church too, you can go to at Caroline's Farts, Twitter, Instagram. Sure. TikTok even. And I'm going to lift up uh, a show in secular culture that I'm loving. It's called Jury Duty. And it oh, is our featuring our friend Ross, Ross Kimball in the Love cast, Ross. as well as James Barsten. Um, It's a very funny show where um, and Lisa. Guy... Oh, yeah. Lisa. Yeah.
2: Didn't want anyone to think we All were right. snubbing her because there's, more, there's yeah.
3: a beef. <laughs> there's no beef with Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> um, Unless she books her hair lady when I need her, okay. Hair lady, okay. That's
1: beef, wor- beef worthy. Thank you.
3: <laughs> but uh, it's so great. It's uh, the setup is that this guy thinks he's going to a real jury duty that's being filmed mm-hmm. for, I guess, a channel or something. But everyone else is an actor, and he thinks he's on a real trial, and it's very fun. Lot, lot of laugh out loud moments. Had a great time. You oh, watch yeah. it on oh. uh, a Peacock. Peacock.
1: Peacock. Great with commercials. Peacock.
3: Mm-hmm. Peacock um. the fastest becoming the best streaming service on TV. I gotta Future home of Twisted
1: Metal. Not plugging it, just saying that that's future home of Twisted Metal. Really? So just Mm consider the facts, mm -hmm, everyone. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Subscribe
3: now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mitch, take it away.
1: I mean, it's funny to now just plug the thing that everyone watches, but the only thing I really watched was the other night, Succession. Succession. So just check it out. Check it out. Yeah. And you know what? Let, let actors be kooky. Just let them go nuts. And
2: would you would you recommend everyone starts with the episode that just aired, 403? Yeah, like, that think, should be the think, first episode. I think 403 episode. is your first if episode. you've
1: watched it <laughs> mm-hmm. You've gotten this whole show spoiled, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: you might as well.
1: Yeah, you might as well watch it. Right. Uh, yeah, check it out. Great show. And where can people follow you? Oh, uh, you can follow me at uh, B-Day Boys Mitch, I believe, is my Twitter handle. <laughs> for my yeah. old and then my name's Mitch is my instagram and then the you know there's a podcast that i do
2: there's the boys podcast. Best podcast i've been in the on world. a few times oh, no. very Thank fun you.
1: We got to have you on at some point. Very I great show. I would love
3: it, and I'm going to pitch myself right now because I used to work at In and Out for like wow. five years. we haven't and been in and
1: out in a while. Some other
3: restaurants in LA, so I'm just saying, like, All I right. might have some intel. I might have some things to say.
2: Are you a whistleblower? What's going to happen? I'm
3: going to tear down the Snyder family. What the hell um, <laughs> <laughs> on air? <laughs> because
2: you're going to release the Snyder cut. Yeah. Is what
3: you're saying. <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> wow, I would love it. Yeah, um, I would love a, a, an even a newer Snyder cut, I guess. <laughs> uh, and those got they got the Longer. Christian quotes on the. Oh, I I do love it. Perfect freaking time. Perfect. Do you yep. want people
2: to follow you on Letterboxd?
1: You're on there. I'm on Letterboxd. I haven't like I don't. You know, it got tricky for me because then I was like, I don't want to like shit on movies, but I don't like a lot of them. But, but you got a book. I, you know, it's, <laughs> that's it's it is it's hard. It's it is I don't want to shit on movies but then also my letterbox. If you look at my letterbox, it's actually not that bad. I am like more of like the average rating star yeah. guy. Like <laughs> I I I am heavier on like the fives and fours than I am on the ones. But I am I think I think it's my name's Mitch is on there too, I think is my. Yeah, letterbox. my name's Mitch. Um
2: yeah, listen. Take you out. you can do you can do what everyone i know who actually works in book stuff who uses letterbox yeah. does you just log it no rating
1: no review I've, and it's just like what did he think
2: oh. it starts conversation yeah. and discourse they gotta reach they'll out. never know i've That's done that a lot
1: of like 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 movies that i have not liked but then i'll also do it to movies that i actually really do like mm-hmm. or like even if it's just someone i know worked on it to not be like, I'm not going to put anything on this because I don't want to. Sure. But like, say like the Sybil Dead, I don't know if I've logged that yet, but that's like a, I loved it and it's like a five yeah. star movie. But I I like sometimes even if it's like a five star movie to me, I just won't put throw a number on
3: off. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they don't know like, oh, he just doesn't rate movies he doesn't um, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the issue. Is, Is that, that? It starts becoming a thing of like, hmm, he didn't rank all of the Star Wars sequels. <laughs> and I'm it's like, oof. well... <laughs> Busted. But what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I stepped on you about Letterboxd. I thought you had something. I don't know what I was
2: going to say. I'm not
1: sure. Great great app. There's so much to say. Great app. (laughs)
3: Great app. Love this app. That's
2: my plug this week is Letterboxd. uh, Thank you, Mitch. You can lift me up at uh, Kevin T. Porter, Peloton, Instagram. I got posters disease again on Instagram. He's back. Letterboxd, Instagram, Peloton, OnlyFans everywhere. I'm going to lift up the new... Record by jo- boy genius. I almost called them joy genius. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Can, that we, could be can, your cover band. can we
2: three start a band called yeah. Joy Venus? Let's of do a Joy
3: Venus track right now.
2: Joy Venus. I was a baby I daughter, <laughs> daughter, the, I was, daughter. Daughter, the was a little It's three people
1: singing. Two people singing and then a guy laughing. I <laughs> feel like that's pretty uh-huh. fun. That feels like
3: Joy Venus to me.
2: Boy Genius the record. It's Phoebe Bridgers. Lucy Dake is Julian Baker. We've talked about Julian Baker on the show. Caroline Here loves can. her. <laughs> and shout out to Ben Dakis, Lucy's father, who is a listener of this podcast. Wow. Oh, that's
3: right. Yeah. Hey.
2: So big shouts to him. See you in Pomona or Pasadena, wherever I'm seeing them. Uh, but yeah, I'll lift that up. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere, patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good, good Christian fun. And leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Mitch. Spoon Man,
3: honor of Mike life,
1: guys. Thank Mix you so much. For Please, no. My us. <laughs> oh,
3: thank you. This was so fun. Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> thank you for oh, having good. me. Glad it was fun to talk it. about this. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> you had to leave your kitties, but I hope it was worth it. I'm
1: going it.
2: back to them right now. Oh, cool. It's going to be, be a nice reunion, and there's great. nothing left for us to say except for okay. okay I, I love, love you, you, Emma. Amen. amen. Now, now watch this drive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will go out this time. Yeah, I did. All the way through. Hey, and listen, we'll we'll run into you guys later next week. Goodbye.
3: Nice. That was a headgum podcast.